0: Thank mm-hmm. you. It's time for the Boy Howdy Podcast.
1: You know what makes me sad is there's no sodas in 10,000 BC. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to take advantage of this modern anemone as long as I can.
0: Uh, I'm Annie.
1: I'm Bill. We're here
0: to talk to y'all about some pop culture Oh, oh sorry, garbage. my real
1: name is Ooga. <laughs> this is Booga.
0: Uh, sorry we missed y'all last week. Uh, I had a severe case of the this ads. And Annie to- fell off a Ferris wheel. I you, you know, shoved a kid off the Ferris wheel and then got he on. grabbed onto my little wrist and <laughs> your little wrist. I like scrabbled until I went over as a And battle. we do
1: know because you're a girl that uh-huh. even even as a girl, at fully grown adult, you're still uh-huh. smaller than the smallest boy asterisk. child. So he you got.
0: I don't have you a woman's wrist. Wrists? No,
1: I fucking don't.
0: Because okay. I can't buy jewelry. Let us your wrist. I can't buy that jewelry. It's not a date. Well, no, no, no. Exactly. Actually, we have
1: almost the same wrist. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Which I, I have small baby hands. I can't buy jewelry for women because none really? of it fits me. Yeah. I can't. You don't have particularly. You don't, I have, don't like, have fat wrists or you anything. You don't have
1: chunky wrists. I am just. You, you know what? It is hard. If you have fat wrists, you, you're probably dead from a. You're probably already a corpse. Because like, you had like.
0: Even no, I you to have cankle wrists. No. Yeah, I don't. shouldn't say fat wrist. I don't mean to be use that word. This as is as is this one, say, one of the rare occasions we're person. saying well, I am genuinely big. B- I was about to <laughs> say this is the one time we're actually saying big because there's nothing there, yeah. just bone in the skin. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just really <laughs> wrist ripped,
1: you yeah. know. It's just all of that. And it, genetically, you're just like, well, yeah. If we were cavemen, you'd be one of the ladies working uh-huh. the fields and yeah. the flowers. And well, that was like pre-agriculture.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. You know. hey guys, from what we're talking about, you may have been able <laughs> to guess that we have been playing a lot of Far Cry Primal. Do you think that's any good?
1: i you I'm like enjoying it? it. I'm,
0: I'm enjoying it, too. To me, it is... They kind of stripped it down to the most interesting parts of Far Cry. Also, Far really? Cry 4 had uh, You mean this the bow and whole, arrow?
1: And mammoths.
0: Well, it, Far Cry 4 had this whole, like, fucking, like, uh, flashback mode where you... It was basically a demo for Far Cry Primal. Oh, yeah, the vision stuff. Yeah, yeah. where you would well, have this vision... You can totally of... see
1: this game came about when they're like, we have to make a stopgap game because it seems like, for whatever reasons, it take us a little while to make Far Cry 5. So what assets? Okay, we have animals, we have a bow and arrow, and we have like magic filters from Far Cry 4, from the Vision stuff. How do we build a whole game out of that? And also, how do we not have to pay more than five voice actors?
0: <laughs> so I liked all that Vision stuff in Far Cry a lot. I liked I it was okay. Friend. Yeah. And I, but I like that like your animal friend is not only another weapon, but it also is a passive bonus. Yeah. So in Far Cry
1: Primal. Pick. So okay, spoilers for Far Cry Primal. This is a brand new entry in the Far Far Cry series, where it's still first person shooter, except you're not shooting, and it takes place in 10,000 BC. You're a caveman. Mm-hmm. Which I was, I was disappointed. I got confused for some reason because there's a couple caveman games coming out this year and for some reason I confused this with one. I thought you were playing as a lady in this game.
0: No, that's what is it? Uh, Beyond or whatever. Yeah, well,
1: talking. that's the one that takes place like 10,000 years from now when, yeah. the, when yeah. the world has destroyed itself. That's all
0: robo. It, yeah, the world's
1: reverted back to being caveman stuff. Well, I
0: thought that there was still like another like
1: Lady Caveman oh, no. thing coming. I don't know why I thought that.
0: Not, not so Far Cry. Was, well, yeah. the other thing too is
1: like we were talking right before we started recording about how you just blind pre-ordered the game when it first came out because it seemed like a cool idea. Yeah, and I when the trailer too.
0: came out, I look, fully, fully expressed interest in it, and fully, fully, and I enjoy playing the Far Cry games together. Mm-hmm. Like there are those games crat, scratch two very different itches for both of us. Yeah. like Foley does like doing stealthy, killy, shooty, planning, strategic stuff. Yeah, and I like exploring an open world and gathering resources. And well, that's finding this is this that's
1: nine tenths of this part part, I
0: love yeah that's yeah well is
1: Annie is is fully been playing this because there's not too much of the planning stuff because it's not like well
0: it's you have to be strategic in that you are not a superhero you know yeah. it's like you don't have a shit ton of firepower you kind of have to be thoughtful well, about in Far Cry Four,
1: there was such a big thing about how there was online co-op and sure. you could raid large bases together sure. and there were so many tools yeah. that not only you but the bad guys were using I know that this you did really a lot still, of that
0: we we only played at that a little bit with you and oh, otherwise really? we just played single player.
1: well Fully's had such a good time I thought maybe yeah. she was doing more of that with you offline too nope. um, so it does have it does not have quite that much but yeah it's sort of re- this this game seems to be half like just res- resource gathering
0: which is my favorite part yeah. I I feel kind of like Far Cry Primal is not dissimilar from uh, the other Ubisoft release, in last year, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, in that it is kind of a stripped down to basics, focus on what you're good at, and not necessarily add a whole lot of new bells and whistles, which I'm fine with. I enjoyed Hell of that Syndicate. What do you think of the
1: characters in this?
0: That's the one thing that's... Kind of, it's got to be a tremendous challenge in writing this sort of game, because you know, Far Cry three and four, while neither of them were super well written games, at least had at least one really compelling villain character that yeah. you could get your teeth into. Um, like Voss was in three, and then Pagan Min was in four, and those were at least like interesting characters that were memorable. Yeah. This game is uh, interesting in that you know none. Of, I thought it's ballsy as hell to have a game where no one speaks English. A. I was kind of surprised
1: at that because like it defaults to do subtitles on everyone speaking what. What I'm assuming is a fake ooga booga language. Because yeah. they're yeah. all like, what up? But they they're speaking what seems to be at least a vaguely consistent language. Because yeah. if you're not paying attention to the subtitles, you can hear them saying like if they're talking about the wenja. Yeah. You can see they're saying the word. And wenja really, you and,
0: don't have yeah. to read the subtitles. Like really, the game is basic enough. As well as you go up to
1: somebody and somebody says shit's fucked up, go over here, fix this. And then an English thing pops up on the screen saying, hey, go do it's such a boiling down what that character just told you to do. You go don't, you go, don't go, go shoot to... this, go fix that, go steal this. Yeah.
0: yeah. You don't need to have dialogue with um,
1: like, like,
0: I do think that we have the pantheon of four arm character design. You know, and it oh, instead yeah. of tattoos or anything, well, I we thought we have... were talking
1: about four armed characters. No, 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 but, yeah. no,
0: no. And our first person forearm characters and we have uh, now the addition of a sweet ass bracelet that identifies you as a member of a tribe. <laughs> that, that was pretty funny. Um but I yeah, do like I'm your kind
1: of pseudo wife you get in the game, kind of the black lady with the kind of the shaved forehead. You assume that she's your wife? Well, whatever. she. Well, she's the one that's, yeah, in this kind of game, that secretly, if you're, the first thing you do in a game is kind of help out a lady, it's kind of insinuated <laughs> that, like, uh huh. she's,
0: like, you're, not, well, she's the lady. Uh, uh-huh. She
1: really is the only lady I've seen she is, in the whole game, too, Well, no,
0: I've, I've run across uh, some lady women. Well, yeah,
1: so the first person you run across in the game is this kind of, like, dark-skinned lady who gets all fucked up and you're helping her. Yeah, which is funny, because, like, she gets bit by a tiger and her arm gets, like, almost, like, half-ripped off, and you're trying to help her heal her arm in the next cutscene, she's totally fine no blood no nothing she's like mm-hmm. hello how do you doing mm-hmm. but yeah I like her tattoos on her head she's yeah like her, her shaved head, head.
0: Yeah. yeah I was, I was staring her thinking I'm like lady if you haven't seen your tribe in forever how are you doing your hair yeah you that's what I was saying, yeah, she's got some self-dance. that's really clean she yeah.
1: requires some kind of infrastructure even in caveman time <laughs> to keep her look up yeah. but I have
0: to admit my number one favorite part of the whole game is actually literally the first 10 seconds how it opens it's pretty really? great I really liked that no literally like where it's like the present like it literally opens with like the year 2016 and you hear normal like modern sound effects. Oh, that's right. I already and forgot. And then about they that do. Part. They kind of sc- like the date starts going oh, back yeah. in time, and you hear <laughs> the sound change for the different points of history. Yeah, you hear
1: like World War World War Two and then World War One. Yeah, and that's like a revolutionary and then, like, the war way they, And
0: I don't know. I thought that was really kind of great. Did I thought that was a nice little thing. Did they say where in the world this game's taking place? Central Europe.
1: Okay, that's what it is. Because the
0: whole point is that the Wenja migrated from probably, you know, wherever and came to here. Yeah. But so did... one thing fighting the Udam. The one thing that I actually thought was kind of interesting that I wasn't expecting was uh, yesterday uh, there are these vision quests that, of course, your shaman sends you on. And the first one you get your little spirit animal and um, you can... Uh, you get the ability to tame beasts and creatures.
1: Again, well, another Far Cry thing that's, you, you, go, you go on the vision quest as a result of, like, a kooky black guy with, like, crazy Bill, buggy eyes. It's,
0: they're all kind of caramel colored, you know that, right? It's like they're No, but like, specifically
1: there, in Far Cry 4 there was a guy who, like, gave you all your guns and he was just super religious. Well, I know,
0: but you not, felt, you were like, your your black wife and your, your No, that's one of the things I like your, about
1: the tribes because you have black black people, white people and kind of, like, half and half a little bit. white people?
0: I that's guess the the kind Neanderthals. Of, you're kinda of whitish. No?
1: Well this is so that's the other thing in the game. So like good guys are essentially the humans and yeah. the bad guys are the Neanderthals. Well too. there's
0: another They're there's dumb. another tribe that we haven't hit across. Yeah, the yet. mammoths. <laughs> anyway, my where I'm going <laughs> is you uh you go on you go on this one vision and uh, you actually you're f- this is how the game kind of shows you the motivations of the Udom, in that the Udom seem to be in some sort of winter. Oh, the climate. frozen
1: thing. Yeah, they're coming. It sounds like they're coming down from the north, or at yeah. least where they are is getting frozen. And like, it seems like the ice age is is, ex- is in the middle yeah. of happening. Yeah. And
0: it's like, you know, they're they they feel like their gods have abandoned them. People are getting sick, so they're trying to find a new place to be. Yeah, and I actually uh, totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a nice it was a nice little thing. You know, because it's the, playing this game, I'm like, how the fuck do you have character development you have and randomly the Venus of Willendorf
1: shows up? You have to chase the Venus well, of Willendorf you around Fertility a frozen gods. cave? I Fertility know,
0: gods are yeah. a thing. So.
1: Yeah. You made the joke on Twitter that's the only representative of your body in over mm-hmm. That was <laughs> hilarious. Wow. <laughs> <That's my laughs> <joke. laughs> uh
0: but um, no, I I have to admit uh Justin McElroy. Here's our McElroy corner. Um uh for this Did episode. he review this game? Ma- Just McElroy pussy <laughs> Hey Bill. <laughs> okay. Let me finish my sentence. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, Justin McElroy posted a Polygon, a video he made of all reviewing all the pets I on I haven't seen Cry. this yet. Yeah, I keep on hearing about and, it. Though, yeah. uh, it's literally just him petting every single animal in Far Cry. And one of the things he says that I keep saying out loud to myself and alone in my house, empty house, while I'm playing these games, let me get that pet at you. <laughs> I'm like, I love you, Justin McElroy. <sighs> but anyway, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't say it's an amazing game, but I, it's like Syndicate, where I'm like, I feel like there's enough base nutrient, And it, it it fails my basic parameters of the games that I love, which are compelling characters and a reasonable So I'm kind of, of surprised
1: you're, you're kind of digging this game, because this game has no story and barely any characters. But it,
0: it's scratching the explore and gather resources part of my brain, which is sometimes, especially when I'm having a hard time, it's just kind of like a soothing thing that yeah. I can do. Well, and it's, it's still got
1: that core, yeah, game, game Play loop of and far I do car, like yeah.
0: having an animal friend. Yeah. Who do you
1: prefer? Who like? Who's your tamed animal friend? That uh, you tend to... to.
0: So far, I only have three. I uh-huh. have, as Foley calls him, the D hole. Um. <sighs> the uh. I have a wolf, of course, and I have a jaguar. Okay. So that's all I've tamed. I'm kind
1: of like a white mountain
0: lion now. Mm-hmm. He fucks people up. Mm-hmm. He's fucking good. I love my jaguar. I need to... Yeah, I, I kind of want to just go around and just tame all the animals. I like, found yeah. some monkeys and I was trying to tame it. I, nope. I don't die. Sorry, Can you? You nope. can't tame the monkeys? Nope. No tame Oh, that's kind of... I
1: understand why because like they have a very specific AI script for four-legged creatures. Mm-hmm. You know, that... Like, mm-hmm. But... Oh, that's kind of a heartbreaker. I was...
0: Oh, man, can <laughs> you, can,
1: you can't tame the woolly mammoths like the bigger no. things or anything, right? no. can you? No, nope. which like again totally makes sense. <laughs>
0: man, but. I tried to attack a woolly mammoth, I got fucked
1: up. <sighs> have you done a lot of the vision quests? A lot of the animal I vision done quests this too. That's it. Uh, because there's a whole bunch that you have you do in the game. There's one part where you have to play. There's a vision quest where you play as a woolly woolly mammoth.
0: Mm. Fucking
1: tiring. The controls aren't very good. Yeah.
0: Well, it's like the vision quest for you, the owl is awful. It's almost like when yeah, a, the game where you're only playing something for like five minutes. They don't develop a lot of time or resources. That's one of the things about this game. It's like, it's kind of a
1: half baked game. Uh, It's funny because it's a full retail sixty dollars disc game, but in terms of like the content and how well the games kind of bolted together, kind of feels kind of like maybe kind of like a midway point between like a normal Far Cry and. Uh, like the Far Cry Blood Dragon, where the mm. it was, that was only twenty dollars download, and you could beat it in like three hours. This seems to be kind of midway. This seems like it could have been a forty dollars, which is essentially what I paid because I got the Amazon mm-hmm. discount. Mm-hmm. Chain. Well, that's the other thing about this game. I like because we, I did essentially what you did. As soon as the game was announced, I just blind pre-ordered. Just got, I thought, you know, figure what that's the hell. Fun. And also Amazon discount, you get twenty percent off and stuff. I totally did not had no idea it was even coming out mm-hmm. until I got the shipment notification last week, and I was like. Uh yeah, originally when we were uh, going to record last week, my note was going to be whoops. I guess Far Cry Four is coming. I totally had no <laughs> idea it was coming out, which is weird because uh, like I'm kind of glad the game is. The game's not great, but it's better than I thought it would be. It's what solid. with uh, with me not having heard any pre-release mm-hmm. preview coverage mm-hmm. or anything like that. I thought they were just letting this out like it was a stinker. They were trying trying to shove out the gate. It's not bad. It's not great, but
0: I think it's I think it's fun. Yeah. I'm, getting, I'm getting my money's worth. I would recommend
1: unless you're absolutely dying for more Far Cry. You can wait till it becomes like half price or something like that. It's a good thirty dollar game. I, I, I'm, Sixty dollars I'm, isn't much, especially just right after like Far Cry Four. Blah,
0: blah, 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 blah. But it's it's not bad. You get to pet wolves. And, and I, that's honestly because I like I like the that you're not using fucking launchers. I like that you're not a fucking tourist in a third war torn third world oh, country. They, that's the other like, thing.
1: I I wish they took more advantage of the fact that it's a caveman game because if I'm getting farther into the game and they really aside from a flying contraption which I'll be surprised if there's not some kind of hang glider or something like this game they do pretty much get caveman analogs for pretty much every weapon in the actual like there's a point where you get a slingshot that's a it's not you know not a gun because you're not like rapid firing but like it pretty much shoots straight just like a gun and like the spear like it's kind of a lot of your tools and like you're still grappling hooking and climbing up over mountains just like far cry 4 so it's not bad
0: but it's 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 well that's always the thing the line you have to toe it's like how much do you take away without removing what's fun and what people expect from the series yeah and that's that's a hard that's a hard thing to do
1: yeah so yeah this is this is kind of far cry with with a slight lobotomy well like i said i'm not saying it's a bad thing but it is kind of stripped down a little bit yeah i mean which that's why it's kind of it feels like a little bit of a budget game that way i can understand that and
0: like but whatever advancements that you saw or were enjoying in far cry i like this is not missing anything for to be either.
1: fair the my favorite thing to ever do in a far cry game was to get in a little gyrocopter and just like drop grenades on people
0: <laughs> which
1: that's like i did not expect that in this game so i'm not uh-huh. docking this game points but yep. you, although like i said with the, the way this game does kind of like have analogs for all that stuff i'm kind of wondering if at some point like well you can because you can like throw your spirit into oh, an eagle. yeah you can drop bombs yeah but it's not quite you the same thing no. it's just like going around in circles going that's like, that's all you're gonna get my friend <laughs> i'm
0: sorry I'm and i like sorry. i said i do
1: give them credit for uh, making Far Cry game that is not another game where you're just like in some kind of Southeast Asian country Yeah, no, like seriously. a white guy helping yeah. out you know it's 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 a little bit of a different thing it's, and I do
0: like the like the, the caveman color everyone's kind of like just different skin colors and stuff And just pr- having it not be war tourism is yeah. a big difference for me have you
1: gotten have you unlocked the guy who invents stuff for you
0: I, the, literally the last thing I did was the Udam vision thing and otherwise I'm just dicking around the world which
1: is funny because I've played like way more than you have but mm-hmm. plot wise nothing has
0: happened like, I, I I've it. unlocked more things but <laughs> can't imagine story? how advanced the story is because i really do think they genuinely wrote it beyond being whatever you want to make claims about a budget title i think they genuinely wrote it so that if you don't read the subtitles yeah you, you can see it's fine yeah but that kind of like what do you but yeah, I'm having a good time that's yeah, just nice uh, otherwise i started to replay firewatch actually last week if for no other reason i wanted to find the fucking turtle because i didn't find the fucking turtle the first time i played it that's a heartbreaker because that like, game is actually really i argue it's better on the second run
1: I've been hearing that from a couple of people. Once you know what to expect and kind of yeah. like know the shape of the story. Because,
0: you know, like the we're, the only disappointment in the story is like when it turns into a it seems to start to turn into a lost bullshit thing and then it doesn't, you know, yeah. and then it, it's like, what? But once you know that, once and you know also, which parts of the
1: story to ignore,
0: well, and not even that. Like once you're already invested enough in the characters and you kind of understand their arc a little bit and you, get a pre- yeah. and also, frankly, making different choices and seeing those differences, Firewatch is a good fucking game. Yeah, Dylan
1: was over here and she started playing some of it, and so we went through the whole beginning, and she was yeah. pretty much choosing the opposite of everything yeah. I chose. Yeah, so yeah. that was kind
0: of the opening. I chose was really different from what I did before, and I actually was much more emotionally impacted by it. Yeah. Also, uh, I found it the very first opening of the game you can find a, a shitty little Cody Wyoming hat and i found that you could actually put on the hat and uh, later on i found another <laughs> area you that a i photograph missed before
1: do do you still have the hat on like if you take a selfie with the camera you can't with Brian's take camera, a camera
0: later i think you could or something like no, that no there is he there is when you he first picks up the camera it snaps a picture of him yeah. i do technically have the hat on when that's happening something tells well, me that's what I'm not possible yeah, either yeah yeah, yeah uh I'll, I'll have to tell you when my i finish the game and my <laughs> are you gonna develops. get some photos well that's the other thing well, that's no, how... it's not on ps4 we talked about oh, this before hard. i forgot about their fucking oh I can't say it my <laughs> it's not their fault it's so i know I, know I know um I know. but uh anyway that game is really much better on the second round and that is a fucking beautiful game i can't get i mean i can't i'm so surprised at how much of a different experience which ending I'm are you having.
1: trying to get <laughs> like the blue uh, ending the green you, ending did you, did
0: you hear about the secret ending Wait, what? There is an ending of the game where at the end, where the helicopter is there. What kind of there, secret ending, let, there be? Let me finish, Bill. At this at the end, when you're in Delilah's tower, you can choose not to get in the helicopter, and Henry <laughs> dies in the fire. <laughs> really? <laughs> apparently, that's it. <laughs> I I meant to look up the video. It's just a tiny thing, but apparently, which makes sense. Why there. not? Yeah, that's that's one of those things where I'm like, Campus Christ! Love you, Campo Santo. But yeah, anyway.
1: no, yeah, Far the Watch Man, that's just such a pretty game. That mm-hmm. that's one of those things. Like maybe a year from now, I'll I'll yeah. fire it up and and once I've yeah. forgotten a little more of the story, just to relive it again. Yeah. Or once, once...
0: Well I'm like At the end of the day It's like I think of When I went back And I replayed uh, Recently uh, I, I replayed Firewatch Or not Firewatch uh, Full Throttle with my wife mm-hmm. And uh, I It made me really apprehensive For when Full Throttle Remastered comes out Is that coming out soon? Uh, they like haven't sometime announced this it. year? They're, they're doing a Day of the Tentacle Remastered right now They're gonna That's what it was Because I thought they had A couple
1: things on their plate But it yeah. makes sense Like Day of the Because Day of the Tentacle Was announced a little while ago So that should yeah. be coming out some, I would imagine The next we, year I mean, or so Yeah
0: yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway yeah. Um, It made me really kind of worried about when Throttle Ful- 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 Remastered comes out because much like Grim Fandango mm-hmm. these games are not so much about a ass-blasting story as much as they are about these characters and this tone and these places that in a time when no one had characters like that, no one had places like that, and no one was doing tone like that, that just kind of connected with you, like a tin can phone to your heart, and it's just like it it really made an impact because replaying full throttle that game. I just
1: worried that they might screw up the tone just by like, Oh
0: no, 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 no. I'm saying when you, when oh when you I... play full throttle. Oh, am like, I playing full eh. throttle? Well, you, I'm saying you as indicative of someone who did not play Full Throttle. No, I like the idea
1: that you're just dictating to me. No, I'm not even suggesting you are. But I'm Are you playing, not
0: going to play Full Throttle Remastered? I didn't even
1: think. Of, I, I forgot that even exists. Yeah. But I, I thought you were just suggesting when you play no, the Full no, no, Throttle.
0: No, 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 I mean, like, when, like when someone I, who has not played Full Throttle before and was like, oh, I heard about this game that people that's, really like, i mean, the, the
1: only reason I wouldn't play Full Throttle because you might kill me if I play it and I don't, you know, if I don't like it in the same way that you, you
0: did. Uh, you won't like it the same way I did, yeah. but I think you will appreciate the things that I do appreciate it, I like
1: the lady in it who doesn't Mo, have eyes. Mo
0: is one of she's, my favorite. Does she always squirt throughout the whole game? Because yeah. every picture I've ever seen of her, it's she's a just dusty, <laughs> like <laughs> it's a dusty, sunny world. It's not like all the
1: characters are like that. She's they, the actually no
0: Ben. Ben also has oh, is that what a it is? Okay,
1: that's the art style of the game. Okay. Yeah,
0: it's it's very much so an aesthetic. Anyway, uh, but no, it's one of those things where it's like you when there's something that's really important to you and you want someone to understand yeah. how important it is, and then they watch it and they're like, "That's they when I try it to, it like, to force
1: Mad Max beyond third and Everyone, everyone's like, "This is the worst Mad Max. I'm not fucking no, that's wrong.
0: It's actually the best Mad Max. It is tied with Road Warrior, I think. Road, but they're both best Mad Max movies in different directions. Did you see the
1: Road Warriors at the Hollywood theater this weekend? I totally missed oh, yeah? it. Yeah. Which I, I, I knew it was coming out to the to the Hollywood theater, and they had a 35 millimeter print. But mm-hmm. then I found out last night they're actually showing it on the big, big, big screen. In yeah, there.
0: that's what they do with the 35 millimeter I prints. No idea. I yeah, for totally, the record, if Bill, I'd remembered, whenever it's a 35 millimeter print, it's in the main theater. Oh, okay. Because they the, have a the couple smaller ones of- are just digital. Those are just digital projections.
1: Did I tell you about all the times I got thrown out of screenings of Zootopia yesterday? Did you
0: actually go to see Zootopia? (laughs) Or are you just making jokes about masturbating at animals in Zootopia? I was was on a whim. I just wanted to see how much Zootopia porn was out there even before the movie came out. Bill, if there was a change.org petition to stop it, there's probably a lot of Well, we had talked about a thing about how the animators
1: actually came out and was like pleading with people, like, please stop drawing Zootopia porn. That wasn't the
0: animators. That was the fans. It was
1: the fans? Oh, that's what it was. That's, yeah. Uh. But that did not stop people because oh my god! Well, then one of the funny things is because like I saw that like because they have that Disney Infinity game that they mm-hmm. had like they were also coming out with Zootopia figures. Yeah, and actually too Zootopia figures—all I know is that Zootopia there's a bunny, a hot bunny, <laughs> and a hot fox guy. That's all I know, which is funny because I'm not I'm not much referring to anything. But I'm saying I look at those characters and, like. Those are some pretty fuckable animal are cartoon it? characters. Okay, like, I can only
0: make so much fun of you because there Hold on, there's a. Let me finish what I'm <laughs> gonna say. There's a gag in the trailer. One of the trailers where there is actually a. There are stripper lions. What? That are these ripped lions in these I see, little. I i not even seen the trailers in these little underwears, and I'm just looking at this. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Like What's the thing the, the panties are red too I'm like you are literally Waving a red f- dick flag <laughs> Are they male or female They're or dudes you They're dude. Well yeah they're So it's dude. like Magic Mike Actually with their Yeah lines. it's totally like John so like the
1: Puma From the old like Hello there No they're I'm hot are old
0: tiger. <laughs> here I'm gonna um, look this up I'm gonna look up Here I'm gonna google image search I'm gonna see if this works Zootopia Stripper Tiger Excuse me they're Hi, damn. Here, I'm so this has been my that. gag about how
1: many times I've been thrown out of Zootopia for masturbating. Oh my god! Well,
0: it's even called Zootopia, which sounds like it would be a furry it, farm. Zootopia stripper tigers auto completed. <laughs> All right, it was correct. And gave me the result See, I was looking for. Is... Oh, excuse oh, me, they're cool. not wearing red underwear. But, yeah, check this out, Bill. Look at those ripped-ass tigers. Oh,
1: my God. Oh, I saw something, because people were talking about how the gazelle's a stripper.
0: Aren't there supposed to be bodyguards and the gazelle is the stripper? I, You have. Or something like that? All I know is that I saw a Tumblr, because I follow um gay dude Tumblrs. You
1: know, my response to this is Nala.gif. <laughs> <laughs> Long-time <laughs> listeners of Boy Howdy Podcast who <laughs> will recognize that as a joke about how uh, Nala from The Lion King wants to... F- is the D- dtf i follow
0: to um some gay um gay uh, uh so
1: can tigers also now be like is there because you have bears is tigers a thing
0: no, not to my not as a woman beard. married to a woman, maybe don't ask quiz me about it's like bear <laughs> culture. I am merely a bear Sthousiast. enthusiast. That's <laughs> what I was about to say. I am a passionate bear enthusiast. You are enthusiast. a bear anthropologist. Um, I subscribe to Massive Gay's Letters, yeah. and I look at all their products and think about what I want to buy. Don't get me wrong. Um uh-huh. uh, But uh, uh, I uh, but uh, I follow enough gay dude tumblers that are like, did you see these tires? Oh, okay okay it's too funny wow anyway that's... Zootopia uh, I would probably fuck one of those tigers I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be a cool guy yeah as
1: long as we be open and honest on the podcast Bill
0: would maybe fuck one of those <laughs> be fucked by the rabbit with the strap on I don't know I don't know yeah I
1: the I saw was the rabbit fucking nibble nibble on the our fox. fox
0: yeah yeah you fucking everybody. Bill? Man. Hey, Bill. Did you see The Witch?
1: I saw The Witch. The Witch. <laughs> <beach. laughs> the Witch. Which is why When I actually bought my ticket, I said one for The Witch, and the guy <laughs> laughed.
0: Uh, have you heard much about The Witch? Yeah, I read a lot about it a year ago, and when it was the release date was first announced, I read about the director and his process, and it seemed interesting, and the trailer looks beautiful. Yeah. But I will never watch it, because I hate movies that are, like, that kind of thing. I What's can't that. kind, that, like, scary? Um, Like, that kind a of- Religious d- lady? Dread. Like that kind of building dread sort That's of half tone. the movie. Yeah, I can't do that.
1: I I thought it was gonna be more fucking... Uh, spoilers for the witch. There's not actually the witch barely. It's it's the Far Cry Primal of movies where like there's barely any plot. <laughs>
0: well, and there's that, four characters. I heard that it's really an art house film that they kind of released as a Everyone speaks like a dra- like Shakespearean Dracula. In well, the that's movie. what I thought was really interesting. Is that he based almost all the dialogue in some cases verbatim from journals written by people. Of the
1: time. Well, not only that, but the most verbose character in the whole movie is the dad, who's one of the guys from Games of Thrones, who has a voice like a fucking lawnmower. <laughs> so not only do you have characters like speaking like. What what what's thou dost come over here mm-hmm, to do this mm-hmm, thine the mm-hmm. like, well, like like, in the hither wood? He's like, he sounds like Tom Waits. Like I went in the hither and like I saw it in the movie theater with about twelve other people, and half the people were like, could not hear what the <laughs> fuck. <you."> so like, <laughs> also, okay, so also I went to go see this movie. Two guys behind me thought they were the wackiest, funniest oh, wisecrackers, no. but the movie. So, it takes place in 1630 when yeah. people sound like Shakespeare. You <laughs> run out of stuff to crack wise about really quickly. You can't understand what anyone is saying. And yep. it's just a bunch of Puritans in the woods. Mm. So, they're, after a while, they just got really quiet. And then they left.
0: Oh, they just left.
1: Then, uh, for the first half of the movie, there was someone... I thought it was, I thought it was some kind of weird sound design <sighs> in the movie. It was not... Somebody in the very back of the theater kept on whistling when anything would scary would happen, like compulsively. Not in a way where they were like fucking with people, but like somebody had some kind of some kind of tick, yeah, and not like melodically, but (laughs) what? 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 (laughs) (laughs) And then they (laughs) left. So. Don't, preferably, <laughs> if you gotta go see The Witch, wait until it comes out on home video and you wanna watch it by yourself in the dark with subtitles. Because I went to go see it, like, it was like playing in the theater next to, like, it was wedged between two screening rooms playing Deadpool, and you got the witch in the middle. Uh-huh. But yeah, the person just in the background, like, when everything got scary, at first I was like, what? Like, I thought it was like a bird or something like that, but like I started, like I would turn my head and realize, oh no, that is coming in the same that is in the same room. That is a person. Oh my and god. And then they finally left. Wow. But uh so yeah, the witch it's not bad, but it's not what I thought. So I I had seen like the first trailer, but yeah. not had seen anything else because everyone the, the movie was getting such rave reviews. Yeah. I figured I'll go see it regardless because everyone's yeah. saying it, it's like the new Babadook, it's the new orphanage. There's this very specific tier of like new wave horror movies that have been mm-hmm. coming out in the last like four or five years that everyone's saying this is a new like thing, like It Follows stuff like that. Have
0: you seen It Follows yet still? Fuck no. I don't like scary movies. It Follows
1: is funnier than it is scary. All well, it is kind of. Uh, there's a couple moments in there where I'm like, oh, shit. Well, fuck, fuck, no. The Witch is not scary. Alex was, wasn't scared at me. It's nicely. At See, that's what
0: fucks me up, dude. But it's
1: not scary. So for some reason, I had built into my head what this movie was really going to be about was going to be about... it. I thought it was going to be a social horror movie where... Mm. Because you got the main main character is like the 16-year-old blonde lady who in the movie, she's super badass. She has this great face. Mm -hmm. She looks like an old like fucking painting come to life. Mm -hmm. But she actually acts really well in the movie too. And so what I thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be about how a bunch of unfortunate things happened to her Mm -hmm. that caused people to accuse her of being a witch and Mm -hmm. she's not. Mm -hmm. Um, The only touchstone I had for this was one of my favorite parts of master and commander there's yeah. this character who he ends up becoming essentially cursed to the rest of the crew they think he's a jonah and you know realistically because in the movie the movie is not making a case in in master commander yeah uh the movie the movie that that movie is not very god-fearing or anything like that it's it's funny because this one character they they like it's 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 this weird dynamic of you could probably explain it better than that. Kid. He's
0: not a liked character in general. He's he's kind of an outsider, and he doesn't get along within the social norms, the social dynamic yeah. of the ship. And so that otherness winds up, um, people are just kind of biased against him. So when bad things start happening, oh, it's like, oh, because that guy's a Jonah, that yeah. guy's cursed. And if we get rid of him, then our luck will change. But the thing the movie does is the movie does at no point makes it seem like that thesis is wrong. Yeah. Like, they went, eventually, spoilers, the Jonah leaves, I'll just say, Yeah, and things get better. Yeah. And I will... Which, I thought that was such a creepy fucked up dynamic well, in that movie, What's nice? Great. What I really like about movies is that we, in this, in, in our modern age, uh, we're not really, we, we're afraid of things, but we're not afraid of the world as much as we are. Like, we have a casual feeling of mastery, because we have all the knowledge that ever existed at our fingertips. There's a perception that things are known, even though in fact we're not like we're there's still a lot of unknowns in the world but people feel very comfortable yeah in the world we've
1: mapped the entire world we know exactly. what's out there there's not yeah. a lot of mystery left the exactly
0: world. and so i really like when media manages to because our scary media doesn't necessarily explore the unknown and the unknowable as much anymore like yeah. it's more about ah gore ah, spooks jump scares it's not about atmospheric unknowns it's more about
1: the purge than it is
0: exactly that's one of the reasons what's off why, the map yeah exactly it's one of the reasons why I really love Vikings, and I've talked about this in the past, is that that show is set in a time where people believe strongly they have these this faith because the world is scary and dark. And their faiths aren't necessarily reassuring. Their faiths are scary and dark too. Like Christianity. Well, you said the show it takes
1: takes those faiths seriously. They're not exactly. like you're not supposed to be a modern audience watching exactly. that going, ha, ha, aren't they stupid? I
0: really like yeah. when media takes that. When the media itself is sympathetic to yeah. this, the the perspective of these people.
1: And there's something, too, about I like stuff like the Jonah and stuff like, like that because it's as someone who grew up, not really I wasn't religious or anything like mm-hmm. that. But sometimes mm-hmm. in the world, you can things can work against you consistently enough. You kind of start wondering maybe if you are not just cursed. But there is always that lingering fear of yeah. someone who's... I'm not specifically like, like atheist or anything. like sure. I just don't believe in like, like religion. Is, but anymore. yeah, could but there there's be a, forces? There's a couple moments in life where sometimes you go like, maybe there is a God out there. Maybe I fuck them, fucking piss them off. And yeah. maybe I am like things are working against yeah. me because I... And that's what it was with The Witch. I kind of thought maybe that would... At the most, that's what would happen. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be a social horror movie about a lady who was unjustly accused mm-hmm. of being a witch witch because the people don't know any better because it's fucking 1630 like fucking yeah, yeah, New yeah, England. Yeah. Uh, I was disappointed. Spoilers for The Witch... Turns out the devil is real. The devil is fucking with it. it. It's there is a witch in the woods, an evil witch fucking things up, and that's it. Just what is actually just is. Uh, uh, there's nothing deeper than what the surface level is. It's just the witch cursing everyone, fucking everything up. Well, and, I, I yeah. thought it was
0: really interesting because the director had said that his intention was kind of make a fairy tale sort of thing. That's kind of what like, it is. More than which,
1: and, and taken on on that on its own merits like that it's a yeah. it's a fine movie mm-hmm. but for part of me because it was it was not marketed cause to you that it's way. setting up because like at the firstly you don't know the movie that it's there is going to be an actual real supernatural element you yeah. think they leave enough wiggle room for like the first 20 minutes that you think like but also so the basic story of the witch is it's this family who gets kicked out of this puritanical community for some kind of like, for some reason, they pissed everyone else else off because whatever their version of like Christianity is, has kind of driven everyone else crazy. I I think it's kind of suggested this family is even more devout than the other yeah. Puritans, Puritans, which is pretty hard to do. Yeah. So the other Puritans, you don't know what happened, but there's been some kind of offense, and they tell this family, okay, you got to get out of here. We're just kicking. You don't know. We don't. We don't know where you're gonna go, but you just have to get out of here. You're driving us crazy. And so this Game of Thrones guy with his family, they move out. They just like move like half a mile down the river, and they just like form their own little farm at the edge of this dark evil wood. And they're doing okay for a while, but after about six months, like the baby goes missing, the crops start to die, and they don't know what's going on. And of course, watching it, it's like. Well, you, you, things are getting fucked up because you're idiots. You got kicked out of this community. You don't know how to farm by yourselves. That's really the cause. But you do find out it's a, they've been cursed by a witch in the woods. I
0: know. And, and it's I can a little bit less interesting when it's just a supernatural answer. to you. But I kind of like, again, we live in an age where things and, aren't scary. Well, that's the thing. and I things can't blame the movie because you know. there's
1: nothing in the movie that suggested it was just going to be a social horror movie. But that's kind of what I was kind of sure. like in my heart of hearts. You something. as a modern.
0: And it's a little yeah. bit
1: less interesting when it is, oh, it is they are actually cursed. Which for a, lot of, a lot of people would have thought it was would have been boring if there was no supernatural element. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whereas because i'm an idiot <laughs> and, and that's one of the things i like about the jonah in 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 master and commander because that even though is still there even though when he dies the spirit of god does, does show up <laughs> and fix
0: everything yeah it's
1: still enough wiggle room there it is a little bit of a social horror to- yeah, tale yeah, yeah, at yeah. the same time and it kind of it, it, it kind of lands half in the middle between sure. social horror and actually saying it was- well it's
0: it's you could you could make the argument that if like, like I'm saying, what's interesting in media is when the perspective of the characters is conveyed by the media, yeah. and that the 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 story itself doesn't approach it like a modern viewer. Which, is like, I'm certain, I'm certain about everything, and instead that uncertainty is what it is. And the witch is certain. There's a fucking devil. There's the witch. It is. There is
1: something funny about watching a movie about a bunch of puritanical people living in the woods in 1630 and
0: going, oh, oh, oh,
1: these quaint people with their yeah. religious beliefs. Oh that they're actually completely they're, <laughs> their fears are completely justified <laughs> and this bible that they used like that actually rules their lives a oh, bible's actually 100% cur- absolutely correct <laughs> the devil's out to get you if you don't follow along with the bible you're gonna get fucked up and oh yeah. uh, p.s. if you're a woman in this community yeah. you're fucked no matter what you do you're just yeah. even if you're God fearing and everything like that yeah. God will fuck you just forget you and devil will have to fuck yeah. you you know it's
0: just like yeah. in a way it's the it's a continuation of the modern perspective it's it kinda, in the yeah. other it's like but what a twist you know Yeah. yeah so, so I'm kind of curious not to see what you're I, I will watch it. it maybe one Sunday morning at ten o'clock on a beautiful sunny day, or I can go afterwards. Because the thing is, is I am I am old enough now that I'm aware that I'm very susceptible to suggestion yeah. and tone. Aww. Like for example, I'm on antidepressants right now. Are the antidepressants? Helping me genuinely chemically, or is the fact that I am taking antidepressants? Yeah, and I the know act I'm taking means as much
1: as what it's. You're exactly. actually. Yeah, I
0: know that I am super placebo inclined, and uh, I I tend to be a little bit of hypochondriac when I'm around people who are sick. I start, eh, you know, like yeah. I know this shit about myself. If I watch movies like that, they're just seeped in dread and like that kind of inevitable like stuff it will fuck my shit up i can't do horror movies yeah i'd be kind of curious to see what your perspective
1: on it from being a religious person yeah, yeah. that that
0: part does intrigue me i have to say a lot just um,
1: old school bible black bible bullshit it's yeah. not even catholic or anything like that no, it's just yeah, like it's... fucking I
0: um, I, uh, I have been catching up on Vikings. The new seasons of Vikings is out, and the first two episodes have been out. And uh, Foley and I are pretty much convinced that we're gonna do a Vikings podcast called Yammer of the Gods, yeah. where we go back and watch all of Vikings and do an episode by episode. Podcast, so yeah. we'll, we'll see how that goes, but we're pretty certain on it. Um, but it's uh,
1: gonna be around for a while because this like what their fourth season,
0: this is their fourth season, they can keep going.
1: Okay, I don't know if they had any come out and said anything because, like, I don't know, mm-hmm. like after four years, you think a show is kind of getting towards its middle age at the this, even if it's only gonna last forever. well. I
0: will say with the last season, it's in its prime, no, okay. like, and this season so far is pretty fucking strong.
1: Is this it's still based on historical stuff, right?
0: The it is well, I listened to Yammer of the Gods, I'll tell you all about it, but
1: uh, <laughs> well, you're talking about last season was about like them fucking. Of Paris to
0: stuff? take to take uh, uh, what I've learned from fully is that they're compressing about 600 years of history into the, into one lifetime.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. So
0: you know there there are a lot, but you know the thing with Viking history is all we know about it is from uh, yeah. the people they fucked up. There's yeah. not such thing as a primary source from the Vikings. They didn't leave a lot you know? of books or carved exactly. And their whole thing was that they, they came and they adapted, so they became part of the culture yeah. and stuff. So it's it's interesting. But anyway, um, uh, Vikings is really good about that, where they treat the faiths of the characters on face value. And they don't, there's no, the world is really fucked up and brutal and who knows what forces sway it. So that's always really interesting. But man, this season of Vikings is so good so far. The other season reason why I'm kind of, um, it could be a little more evergreen than you might think is that they're pretty the viking cast is pretty set but um in that the people who are in that are are you know there's like Hmm. a core five people who tend to stick around but around them like the politics change and like their foes change and you have people come in and out and they're kind of settled on a cast right now but um uh it could it could keep going and there's a new generation too because it's all about your sons too and what happens to them and so the end and the show is unafraid to skip in time like even though this is the fourth my
1: next question yeah
0: this is like 20 years after the first season, oh, 15 really? okay. 20 years after the first season, which is ballsy. Are they aging up
1: a lot of the characters? Yeah. Then?
0: It's actually really cool. What they do in Vikings is their their makeup is less covering their natural flaws. So you get to they look more like humans. Oh, okay. And almost they at no point is there like a two years later sort of thing. They just all the characters dress different and have new tattoos and different haircuts and okay. everything. So they just, you know, you just figure it out. Oh, and that's as really the seasons nice. change, okay. like I really like Vikings. How
1: many episodes has it gone into? This There's Two
0: seasons. Two episodes. Since the season. And so far, we've had two different female characters spattered with the blood of people they freshly killed, which is like. That's yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, spoilers for Vikings. The first season opened with my favorite character, Lagatha, cutting off the dick of a dude who's been fucking, had been politically fucking her up. it was one of the most satisfying things I've seen on television in a while. What network no, is this so on? The game? It's on the History Channel. <laughs> well, the that's fucking History Channel. If Channels. the History Channel is
1: not just going to be showing Hitler documentaries, I'm glad well, they're well, at least showing some good, like, basic drama nowadays, stuff. Nowadays, yeah. they're
0: all fucking reality shows. It's like yeah. Ice Truckles and men shows. Ice shit, Truckles? So. I, truckles. I love ice truckles. Uh Anyway, we need to keep this book in. Bill, uh, tell me about Final Fantasy VI.
1: Oh, wait. I also saw The Maltese Falcon in the theaters. Oh,
0: did you? Did you? Say, I, I never sat down and watched The Maltese Falcon before. I haven't seen it in a long time. It's cool. It's a good movie. It's one of those... I, my my relationship with Maltese Falcon is a little different from yours, though, because I was obsessed with Dash Hammett when I was a teenager yeah. and um, fucking absorbed his books And, um, the Maltese Falcon is really good. It's very different from the book. It's not, and it is at the same time, Mm -hmm. but like, there's little things like in, in the book. Sounds like the
1: book is more explicit, like, especially towards like gay characters and things like that. Yeah.
0: But like, there's just like, um, Sam Spade is a smiling Satan. He's a blonde, smiling Satan, his face is all V's. This is how Dash Hammett describes yeah. him. And I love Bogart. Do not get me wrong, he's amazing. But you cannot get further yeah. farther from a sharp smiling Satan well, than I it was it was
1: interesting, because yeah. as soon as I came home from the theater, so this is one of the things where Fathom Events at the first one movie yeah. theaters, they were showing old timey movies, which yeah. uh, when we went there, they, they they I went to the same multiplex that I saw the witch in a couple days yeah. later. Uh, but they put us in the tiniest little screen. Yeah, they out, always do. Action packed with Old people. Oh, believe it was it. great, uh, especially one guy behind us couldn't couldn't stop talking about how it's cold in here. I my feet are cold. There's a bunch of old people? But uh, it was great to see it on the fucking big screen. Yeah, uh, it, it looks. Uh, people have criticized uh, Fathom events before because I guess like especially when they first started, they don't have like especially when they're showing old films, they don't get like the thirty five millimeter. No, prince. it's a digital. It's a digital thing, and I guess when they first started doing Fathom event stuff, they would just show the like the DVDs.
0: I went to a Fathom digital event that was. So obviously Like a, a shitty It was The compression wasn't very good The resolution yeah! wasn't very good This was only a year ago Yeah And at see, some this point what I heard, yeah, from, uh, The audio fucked you, from up people, yeah. And they had to pause it And you could see like The TVR Like the DVR controls On the bottom yeah. And I'm like I paid tw- like $15 For this shit.
1: They were showing the Blu-ray Because why uh, okay. I came home
0: Yeah, yeah. And i
1: Because I do have like A like a box set of uh, yeah. uh, of Bogart movies And Maldives yeah. Falcon Is one of them And so I w- listened to the commentary When I got home But I realized just even like the way like it's just like the format and everything sure, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. like like you can totally like it's just funny but... but no
0: i i need I, I admit i have seen the Maltese falcon once and it was when i was a teenager obsessed with dash hammett and i spent the whole time sitting there going the book is better oh! so as a grown-ass adult i need to watch which well, is funny because like
1: yeah according to the commentary they had filmed the Maltese falcon like two or three times yeah, before the bogart the version and yeah. because uh, for whatever reason, they like just took the title and kind of like made up their, like, it was not very close to the book. Yeah. The, the, the John Huston Maltese Falcon with Bogart that everyone loves is the first time they, anyone tried to film the Maltese Falcon or they tried to stick to the book as much as possible, yeah. which is funny. Annie Maloney shows up 50 years later okay. going,
0: this! Yeah, i not was quite as good as- 12 years old <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so i'm sure i was not like a really sharp you should, cr- man you should have gone to
1: that screening you could have been like leaning over to the, the old people being like yeah this is okay but not good a- not well, as good to as fair, i don't book, think right? i've read Maltese falcon this shitty I falcon. adaptation what bogart think he's doing in this fucking Maltese falcon <laughs> but it was great because it's got sydney greenstreet like a peter yeah, laurie yeah. uh there was a scene where peter laurie flips out and i realized yeah. that's that is where they took Ren from Ren and Stimpy from because he starts yelling at Sydney be for being a fat, stupid idiot.
0: Ah. And it's totally like,
1: ah. yeah, because you can tell like Ren kind of looks like Peter yeah. Laura, but yeah. that specific scene, like, it's totally like it sounds like Ren and Stimpy. It's fucking great. Anyway, Multi Falcon, <laughs> Humphrey Bogart, fucking good. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, uh, Phil <laughs> Yeah.
0: It's it's like, there so There are some movies that are just worth seeing on the big screen. Like yeah. touch of evil. Seeing that on the big screen was fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And because there's just some movies that that's, that's, I mean, not to put too fine. Like not to sound like an asshole. <laughs> it's they're meant to be seen, but they
1: are, you know, no, there was something great about spending a Sunday afternoon yeah. at the movie theater, watching yeah. Bogart on the big screen with a Coke and a popcorn in my hand. Yeah. That was just, that's the, the it was a fucking American moment where I like, knew like somebody 50 years early was doing this. Oh no, 70. Cause the, they put it out in theaters for the 75th anniversary Of its release Wow So that's what it was So you knew was Somebody 75 years earlier Had been doing exactly The same thing Eating it's popcorn crazy. Drinking coke And watching Bogart On the big screen Well So yeah I did that yeah.
0: You went to go see Zootopia Or excuse me Zootopia <laughs> And No you didn't You talked You joked about masterpiece. You want I go to go see Zootopia After I, this? You went to go see The Maltese Falcon <laughs> I this weekend Spent my Saturday Going to the Lego convention I totally forgot
1: about this Because you dragged me Last year And I had a good yeah, time Yeah Was it did you go with your godson? I did. Did
0: yeah. you have a good time? Because last year you seemed
1: to be kind of disappointed. That it was just
0: I, this year. I s- had my expectations set on what it was.
1: Okay. Because
0: last year I was like, "What the fuck?" Is-? I didn't know what to expect. from like, I had convention. a good time
1: last year, but last year, uh, so the what's it called again? The local Portland. This is called
0: Bricks Cascade. Okay. This is the local Affle. <laughs> so convention.
1: there's a bunch of like, so there's a bunch of programming for Lego building people that Mm -hmm. you have to sign up for and pay money for but if you just want to go to the floor show what it is everyone just brings their homemade lego creations puts them up on tables and you just walk around looking at those lego creations while you have a bunch of vendors selling their like lego stuff around Mm -hmm. in the fringe Mm -hmm. which is not bad
0: Mm -hmm. but kind of yeah well there are two panels that are open to the public
1: oh there are okay did you go to any of those no you just went to the floor show yeah
0: I just want to go floor show, sure, spend my 40 dollars, call it good. So this is I was looking so for this a was brown not like bear. a surgical
1: event. Oh, this was not a social event. This is you just like surgically no, going in just too. to get your good stuff and getting out.
0: I went with my I, I went with my godson and his dad. Yeah. And uh What do you It's so crowded that you only want to spend a couple crazy. minutes in there? We went there, and there were only t- two turnstiles to get in. Oh, so the line was stretching out halfway through the convention center. The line moved at a fair clip. Like but we, still. We only were standing in line about 10 minutes. Yeah. But shit, son. It yeah. was crazy. What was really funny is there was also a cheerleader convention going on at the same time. So there were all these cheerleaders running around the, the convention floor. Uh-huh. Um, but there was some really good stuff. It made me sad because last year there was a small, but there were... Some Western buildings. This year, the Western stuff had totally been overtaken by steampunk. There was a huge steampunk area. The apex of which was a giant tower that was metalbeard's tower that was a fan fiction sequel to the lego movie that was so it had all the lego like I, there was a little placard next to it telling the plot of what was happening yeah and there was it was this huge tower and there was metalbeard fighting and there were all the at- characters from the lego movie all over having this adventure fighting the um master not the master builders what were the fucking robot guys oh yeah were, whatever you know, yeah the, yeah dudes. and uh yeah micromanagers yeah. fighting micromanagers that were swarming around it. it was a really impressive build it was like six and a half feet and but I was like, where are my cowboys at? My godson loved it, though. He had a yeah, really nothing. good time. Uh, well, the, I had a whole bunch of moving bits and stuff
1: on it. It wasn't even oh, just yeah. a static thing. No, it, was, like, it yeah. was intense. My pal Shanna Targo, she was posting vines of that thing online. Oh, I was yeah. like, god damn, that's actually, yeah, yeah, holy the, shit.
0: One thing that was craziest was there was maybe a 10-foot tall reproduction of Multnomah Falls, which is oh, a yes, famous waterfall a here there, yeah. in Portland. I was looking at it. And, I think uh, it was in Twilight. <laughs> it, 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 if you go they, to Mulnoma Falls now... The Gorge... The go- they filmed Twilight in the Gorge. okay. Is what it is. So, it gives me... Yeah, if you go up to Monoma Fow-
1: Falls now, like, people have written, like, Twilight forever in, like, yeah. the wooden banisters up yeah. there. But, yeah.
0: Um, the, uh, um, uh... It was, it was It's an it's an interesting show. Yeah, it's like your first ever, your first convention. There's what you think it's going to be, and then you go, and it's not what you think it's going to be, and you just have to accept what it is. So um, I got mansplained by one dude. That was pretty good. You're talking about
1: that. You went up there, and the guy was, like, yelling. Oh, not yelling, but just, like, complaining about he girls a, buying parts. He
0: had a wall of parts. Because, you know, most of the convention, well.
1: Minifigure parts.
0: Yeah, like hair and guns and horses mm-hmm. and stuff. And a lot of people are selling just complete minifigures. So I was like, oh, great. And I went looking through it because there's a particular. I gave you one color beard that is the only one I had so I'm mm-hmm. trying to find that beard and I was like oh I'm gonna find it here no her back. yeah it's <laughs> all good and uh I'll get, that's that's your mini finger. I gotta figure yeah. I gotta find another way but um uh I and I while I was looking I found a hairpiece that was a colorway I haven't I didn't have, so I was like, oh, I need to get this, and I go to buy it from the dude, and I am about to give him money, and he immediately looks at me and goes, oh, yeah, you know, I do that because fucking girls come, and they look at all the minifigures, and they just want to buy parts of it. I'm like, it, they're fucking, they don't appreciate what Lego is designed for them, so they have to, like, they always want to buy just this piece or that piece, so I figure I'm just gonna do a wall of stuff so that girls and, excuse me, ladies can come and buy, like, what they want or whatever, and I'm like, you know that you're talking to a woman who's literally, about to give you money because of this thing you did and i'm paying above market value for yeah. this piece and just went you just do it. just
1: like doodly enough vibes that like he didn't even pick up on the fact that he's essentially complaining about what you're doing to like your to face me, yeah
0: yeah i don't i swear to god i don't and i interrupted him even i was like i was actually looking for beards do you have this beard in this colorway and he goes oh and i'm like it came on this minifigure and all this and He's like well yeah i have it and he digs through it like, you mean this color and i'm like motherfucker is orange brown you asshole no and uh, he's just like, and then he went. He resumed his tirade until finally, I had, to, I literally. Dropped my money on my table and walked away. Because yeah. he wouldn't stop. It just kept going away. So you did, did buy a piece noodles. from him? Yeah. yeah okay. I wanted that fucking hairpiece. piece. <laughs> like, oh God damn. Oh. But, uh, How anyway, old was this guy?
1: Because I'm picturing was... like this fat 40-year-old guy, like, you know, like no, what you would think would he be. He was,
0: he was like in his 50s, maybe. Yeah. I get, I get your changing face of fandom. Fucking suck it up, asshole. My money is just as good She's as He's making money else's. off of
1: them. Exactly. I like, about the integrity of the Lego collecting.
0: Well, and it, I don't even, yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. I was what like, you... if you don't like it, don't do it. Especially so at the table, filled with women and families. Yeah, is this like you're gonna be complaining about how like
1: non-insular Legos becoming. It's crazy. Fucking <sighs> anyway,
0: my godson bought uh, two Ninjago characters and a Darth Maul. Oh Apparently, yeah. Darth Maul is his favorite oh. uh, uh, Star Wars character, and so I quizzed him about who would win in a fight. Darth Maul or this Ninjago character, Darth Maul or that Ninjago character, Darth Maul or this Ninjago character, but the switch weapons. Uh, we had an ex- extreme intense conversation. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, he before we went, he was really excited about going to Lego convention, so he spent all morning building Legos. Yeah. And he built a ship. He built a little spaceship. And I talked to him about it. I was like, "That's a really cool ship, Noah. What's it called? What's it? Does it have a name?" And he goes, "Yeah, it has a name." I was like, "What is it?" Oh, no. And he just looks at me and he has this like sheepish looking face, and he just goes. It's inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> she never find out what it was? No. Nope. Oh, uh, wow. I'm sure it's like fart ship or something like that. Do they, they have
1: any of the old Lego builds from last year? Like the, the, no, the...
0: I was curious how much it would be fresh, yeah. but it was almost it was all, all new okay. shit. And it was they really, cool there was stuff. Some, there was really cool stuff. They had uh, someone had made the, um, go by train, the train center downtown, like yeah. the train station. Somebody made that. Someone made, uh, Noah's favorite was someone made prospect park, the soccer yeah. uh, arena here in town. And, uh, it was the timbers versus, uh, Darth Vader and some stormtroopers. You know,
1: honestly, last year when we went together, my, my favorite thing was uh, not only going with you guys, but also bumping the Leland, Jimmy and Conley, Yeah. And like hanging out for like half an hour afterwards at like little dinner tables outside of like yeah. the, the, expo. That was really cool. Was it a bigger space this year too? It was, cause I the... saw it was up in the, yeah, it yeah. wasn't in the same space. It was it's like
0: slightly larger. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 you know, it's, it's, I got, I got what I needed. Yeah. So.
1: I think last year all I bought was I bought like a 30 gig little Lego shaped thumb drive, uh-huh. which I think you have now. I think I do. Yeah. And uh, I bought a bunch of fake uh, trees. Cause somebody, yeah. man, oh man, yeah. I should have, I, I should have asked was. you to pick up a couple extra trees for me. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I went back. That's actually where I spent my money, as I bought trees from the tree dude. Because which is funny, because
1: he's local it. too. Yeah, like not want to pay shipping? I'm yeah. an asshole.
0: Uh, Bill, uh, tell me about F- uh, Final Fantasy
1: VI. Uh, just beat Final Fantasy VI for the. Tar- I hate to make. That th- doesn't even mean to be a plug, but this is essentially what I've been doing. Like for all, all of my free time for the last month, I've been playing Final Fantasy VI for the Tardy to the Party podcast. Oh yeah, finally beat it.
0: It's a good game. Yeah. Have you ever played any old 16-bit RPGs? Yeah. Okay. I, I played Final Fantasy VI. I think I beat it even. Okay. Yeah.
1: Do you have any f- memories of it or anything no. like that? This is the first time I ever played it.
0: It was one of those things where I was just getting into gaming and I was educating myself in the gaming. So I got a ROM and I played it on my computer. Aww. And it was one of those things where everyone's like, yeah, this game is really good and really important. It's got a female, strong female character and all this. And I remember playing it going, yeah, 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 yeah. It kind of bounced off of me.
1: Oh, that's unfortunate. Cuz yeah. uh, again, it's a 16-bit RPG so the story's not like that bad in Rapture. but it was like really good. Like yeah. good music, cool I'm characters, all of it. stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Just anyone out there if you're a Final Fantasy 6 listener, just fist bump. That's all I'm going to say <laughs> cuz I know that is one of the most beloved video games it of all is. time. But, it really yeah, just 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 yeah. well actually it is kind of interesting, too cuz it does have a female main character which is kind of rare for Yeah. Japanese RPG well, I don't know, maybe not for Japanese RPGs but like video games of that vintage you didn't have Definitely. too many ladies and there's actually a decent number of ladies in the cast in that game yeah. and stuff too but I mean it was the
0: only Final Fantasy with the female lead until what's her so. name Snow or Lightning or whatever Farts
1: yeah. Uh, well no technically I guess maybe not until Final Fantasy X2 where he had the three ladies
0: oh that's true excuse me except
1: their powers for suddenly the, the power of changing clothes
0: uh, yeah you know because women all I care I about know. is outfits Christ, but boy. at the same time he was like, like he was like, all I care about are making cl- outfits and I'm like well yeah uh, but uh, I want to make outfits for my western animal town so does that count hey Bill tell me about Fire Emblem Fates Fire Emblem Fates the other game
1: uh, that I've been playing aside from Far Cry Primal
0: Fire Emblem Fates is so good
1: it's so yeah. animated this one I feel like the super nerd when I talk about Fire Emblem? Because it got my waifus. <laughs> so again, we have Fire Emblem. Is it, is it just
0: as good as the last one?
1: It's not, I'm not having as much fun because they kind of complicated all the systems in it more. Yeah, uh, yeah Fire Emblem is Nintendo's like top-down real, or a turn-based, uh, grid-based strategy game. Essentially chess, if you can make the chess pieces kiss. Because yeah, all your warriors, you can have them date and hang out and stuff. Uh, I really love Fire Emblem Awakening, which was the game that came out before this like two or three years ago which Mm -hmm. that's 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 the game that was the most popular because they added all these dating similar simulator parts of the game it's pretty good except so they changed it so there's essentially three versions of the game they try to poke them on it where instead of just coming out with one game with one story, uh the game now has it's about the conflict between these two different armies and depending on which version of the game you choose, you play you you, you the whole story is told from the side from the uh, point of view of one army or the other. Yeah. I bought the special edition so you essentially get those both of those versions and a free downloadable version of the game that explains both stories, sides of this uh, both sides of the conflict at the same time. So you essentially have to like if you want to get the whole story of this game you have to play it three times. One one from one army's point of view, one from the other army's point of view, and then a the third time where it's... I guess you find out everything that's been going on and how everyone's being manipulated against each other. Uh, but yeah, still, you get to, uh, you know, date people and have for, like have people date to each other. Um, the thing that's kind of confounding me, I'm still trying to figure out how to work... Get it to work. In the previous game, you just want to, cr- like when you bought items and stuff, there was just a menu where you just got, like, bought items and stuff for yeah. your character. This time, they've kind of Animal crossing it, where instead of just having a basic menu, you're building your own castle, mm. where your characters live. And in order to buy items, you have to build an item shop in your town. Okay. And so if you haven't, like, unlocked enough stuff in the game, it can be a little while before you can unlock like, the shop where you can buy, like, new swords or new, like, magic spells. And it's just kind of, like, confounding as exactly when you can buy stuff and how you can buy it. Yeah. Kinda, like, it's a, it's a little bit of a kind of... But you can go in other people's castles. You can go online and like yeah. visit and like get stuff from other people or you can like fight other people in their castles. And
0: it's, I'm it's... shocked. Shocked to hear about obtuse elements in an RPG. <laughs>
1: yeah. Which I think Fire Emblem was, be- was a little bit better just because it was more direct. Sure. It was just about the combat and about the kissing. Now they've added all these other systems on top which is kind of like... Obs- I'm just being a dick. Yeah. But it's not bad. Yeah. And uh, one of the first bits of free DLC that came out for the game was it's actually very goddamn cute. So what happens... Uh, the first bit of DLC, it's called Before Awakening, mm-hmm. and uh, your characters find some kind of magic portal that they go through, and they end up in another kingdom in another time somewhere else, and it turns out they, they this this DLC from this from this new Fire Emblem game takes you to the events right before the start of the previous Fire Emblem uh. game, so I guess every Fire Emblem game takes place in a new country and a new place. There's no uh-huh. continuity between yeah. the games, uh, but what happens, you run into the characters uh, a bunch of characters right before they meet your player character in the oh, in the last game uh-huh because like there's this whole little battle you're essentially like playing with characters and at the, the the Dlc ends with like oh okay characters from the new game we'll see you later as you go back to your magic portal back to your own time back to your own game and then your character's like oh, that was fun. Oh, hey, there's the player character from F- Fire Emblem Awakening. Uh-huh. Let's go talk to that person. Essentially, like, it's a little prequel right before the event. Did you get event. to see
0: your girlfriend, Sully?
1: <sighs> no. I, she doesn't show up until later in that previous uh, game. Because she was the
0: best. I know. That's the
1: thing. I'm not, I can't. There's no, like, Sully in this new <laughs> one where, like, there's no one person where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fuck you, silly. In uh-huh, this uh-huh. one, they're all just kind of a little more generic and kind of sure. like, yeah. Um, it doesn't help that I sided with, like, the japanese kind of army. Mm-hmm. So, like, the two armies in this conflict, there's like, kind of one Western mm-hmm. kind of, like, army. Mm-hmm. They're, they're called the Norians. Mm-hmm. And they're all, like, white people with, like, you know, big stone castles and stuff. And I sided with the Hoshidans, which are, like, these Japanese people. So... In an a- game series that was already kind of anime waifu enough, now I'm just very specifically with the people who are all Japanese, like like actual like anime, like no 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 like eating <laughs> rice and shit. Now I feel like even a bigger like, oh god, I feel like I I sh- I feel like I should be living on Fortran or Reddit while playing <laughs> this game. It's not bad, but I like I put I just, I'll, have to, I'll have to put some more time into it. See how see if it grows on me more. But it's not bad. It's just
0: not quite as good. Not it's not wanted. quite as direct and as concentrated. That's always hard when it's like something that's a follow-up to something you really loved and really connected with. That's a lot of fucking pressure on a game. Yeah. You know, like, that's why I was, I at first, was kind of lukewarm on Inquisition. Because mm-hmm. I was like, it's not Dragon Age 2. I <laughs> love Dragon Age 2. Uh, well, while you were playing Fire Emblem Fates, I was compl- pretty much completing my Lucy Worsley journey. I have watched... Almost all Lucy Worsley documentaries. I'm really glad I saved these two for last because they may be my favorite. Lucy Worsley did two documentaries, one called A Very British Murder and one called A Very British Romance. I think I may have talked about it. You talked about romance
1: romance. before. Yeah.
0: Um, These are both two series that are about um, how the British perception of (laughs) those. The sales are different. Romance. And murder was shaped by what was happening in the culture at the time, and also what was how the media reflected what was happening in the culture at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, they're both really, really good. And I mean, no matter what your interests are, you're probably interested in either murder procedural stories or, or something like romantic that, yeah. stories. Covering so one or there. one or both will work out for you. But they're so fucking good. Like it was really interesting. The A Very British Murder is intriguing because it starts with kind of like the big murders that happened in like the 1800s that were so that were at a time when media was like uh, newspapers were common enough and like there was enough ways to disseminate information yeah. that these murders became huge cultural things because everyone was fascinated by them yeah. and um, how that impacted storytelling and how that impacted theater and how eventually you know that, that those ripples are still felt through media today mm-hmm. it's just really good shit they're all on YouTube very illegally a very British romance is on there and it's totally clean and crisp and clear and you can see everything what's funny about a very British murder is that to prevent it from like the 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 um all the analytical things that yeah big for content, content. ID yeah. yeah. What they did to avoid that is they have a vignette filter around it, so it's like I it got this dark, but it makes it extra super ominous. <laughs> Which one is that? The romance or <laughs> the, the very cr- British murder? Oh, that, that, it's that's super, super fucking fitting. ominous. It's really Man, funny. so is that all of
1: her like video stuff? Because she's re- she's even more popular. She seems to be more famous as an author.
0: Um, not necessarily. Like she's done like twenty different Man. she's presented like How twenty four
1: feel like uh, Dylan and I yesterday we started watching on YouTube uh her history of the house
0: series. Th- those are the best. Which
1: we can only find in fifteen minute chunks yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. And uh Apple TV would not play them consecutively. As soon Aww. as one chunk would, it would kick us out to like Adam Savage. Do- For the doing record, Mythbuster stuff. um
0: if you go to a playlist yeah. that has it in there, I'm just gonna have to save it steal. as my own playlist. There's a you know? um there is a playlist on YouTube that's called like Lucy Worsley. Yeah, talks.
1: I just on to name to see if there's like even in the United States if you could buy like, like just even D V D copies of her stuff because I'd love to support her. You can't. I'm assuming in the UK you can. You can get you can the, buy her books here.
0: You can get the two that are available on Netflix and But I yeah. want to see her video stuff because she's such a charming person. Yeah. Lucy Worsley's yeah. fucking that so they're almost all on YouTube, dude. So yeah, I you know. know. But it'd be the like, 90s No, I to throw no, money don't get me wrong. I, don't. I want to give her money, I want to support this. If I could t- if tomorrow this all becomes available for purchase, I will yeah. buy it all in one sum Lucy some. Worsley,
1: give us your home address so we can just mail you a check. <laughs> just so you can just keep she's on doing so things. Good. Anyway guys Did you see the thing about how uh, This is a quick aside uh, I guess uh, Scotland Yard just opened up the, It's Black Museum Which is was its a private uh, museum that was uh, formerly only open to people who worked at Scotland Yard. Hmm. This is a museum of just crimes and stuff from the last 150 years.
0: It should be. It's interesting you said that because one of my favorite parts of A Very British Murder was um, she talks about Scotland Yard and she talks about what was it their death squad and she shows a picture of their death squad where they focused on murders and they had two pictures. They had one of them in their formal wear. Like posed, all and then they had a picture of them in their in their disguises. <laughs> like one is pretending to have only one arm. Like yeah. they all have like fucked up their faces, their facial hair, and everything. They're wearing. Different so this clothes, is how they, they would infiltrate gangs and stuff. I don't know. All I saw was the picture, and I was just like, "And uh, Lucy Worley mentioned it in passing. I'm like, God damn it! This oh man, fucking, that's that's fucking cute as balls. Lucy Worley. <laughs> anyway, guys, we're gonna take a quick break and listen to some sort of music that Bill's gonna plunk in here, and then we'll do, be back do, 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 do. for the Geek Week and review. Hi friends, it's time for the Geek Week in Review. This is uh, the part of our podcast where Bill has written down nerd news in the week that was, and I am reading it often for the first time. This also should
1: be a little bit of a junk pile because these are also notes from last week's episode that we didn't yeah. get around to recording. Yeah. And so, yeah, some of this news may be a little bit out of date, but we're going to talk about now because...
0: The best part is Bill will really not remember what some of these are. Seriously, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Uh, the first bit of news is uh, Laura Dern in Star Wars. Yeah! Oh, that's pretty cool. That's... You know what? It wasn't until I just started like... Because I guess Jurassic Park... Oh, I
1: guess because of the new Jurassic Park movie yeah. that came out last year. Everyone was waxing philosophical about the yeah. old Jurassic Park, yeah. the good Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. And so watching it again. And I was like, yo, what happened to Laura Dern? Laura Dern's great. Laura Dern was one of the secret best parts of that Jurassic totally. Park Totally, yeah. She's been another stuff. Yeah. But
0: like Laura Dern. Yeah. And
1: then suddenly they came out and said, okay, we got we got three new people. going to be a new Star Wars. It's yeah. going to be
0: Laura Dern and two other people I don't even fucking remember. You know what makes me really sad, though? Yeah. Laura Dern in Star Wars. My first thought was, oh, she's either... Ray's mom Or Luke's wife This is my These are my thoughts
1: And or Or both Yeah Yeah. That's almost Because she's
0: old But My point is I was like fuck that that was my first thought she'll show up in a like wordless flashback like a jedi like or a member of the resistance or something I mean, she I'm could like, fuck be star you never wars. know that was my f- i'm so bad that that was my first thought because, because you can only, only be gonna take off her
1: helmet and it's gonna be like hey there
0: yeah <laughs> laura dern we're instead. gonna find out that the phasma is actually the sister of somebody too because you can only be a woman in star wars by blood
1: yeah that's pretty much it
0: oh well they did okay so here's so, so the three new
1: cast members it's gonna be laura dern benicio del toro oh, which really? is Funny because that's who JJ uh, Abrams was trying to get to play Khan in was the last say, Star Trek movie. Yeah. For a
0: reason. Maybe maybe Benicio was like Khan when you get a Star War. Yeah,
1: I know. You can get some of my talents.
0: Real Star Wars.
1: Man. You know what? I just started watching
0: parts of Sicario. Sicario. Have yeah. you heard about that movie? Yeah, because it's With, got our girlfriend Emily Blunt. Have you seen that part of the movie? Y- no. It's funny. I've only
1: seen the first half. It
0: looks like it was going to be probably upsetting, so I kind of put it off.
1: Nothing has happened in the first half of the movie that I've seen so far. But it's got Laura Dern. Not Laura Dern. Who are we Emily talking Blunt. about? Emily Blunt. She good. It's got Benicio Del Toro. I forgot how Benicio Del Toro is great. He's just Mexican Tom Waits who just shows up. Go, that hang dog like, uh, how you doing? He doesn't even act in anything. Yeah. Like, he just shows up. He's like, hey, I'm going to be Benicio Del, Del, Del Toro in your movie for five minutes. I don't know. What's he going to play in a Star Wars movie? Because you think he's not like that kind of Star Wars kid. Like, you kind of think as being a Star Wars character, there's kind of an upbeatiness you have to have, like you have to be kind of game. But HL Del Toro is just gonna be like, eh, know, bah, bah, bah. that is true.
0: Uh, one thing I didn't talk about in the geek in the in our recap because I didn't think it was really worth mentioning Uh-oh. is that I rewatched the first Star Wars movie. Uh-oh. And, uh oh. And well, no, it's fine. Calm down, Uh-oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and uh, it was interesting to watch the first Star Wars. And you're absolutely correct. It's just kind of like you have to kind of be. Along for the game, it's not. There's not. It's a really slight sort of thing. You just kind of have to be what? like, "I'm here for an adventure." What you know? got you into watching the first Star Wars movie? New Star Wars came out, and I've been meaning. I wanted made me want to rewatch Star Wars, and then you gave it to me, and then I watched
1: it. It's also funny too. You go back and watch that first Star Wars movie. You kind of yeah. wonder how this whole franchise. Except how the, it's what the such fuck happened? Slight... How? Because it's also such a cartoon. It's a weird movie because they destroy, like, they kill 18 billion people on a planet, and it just kind of done. I'm like, oh oh, that sucks. They blew up all the rest. Let's go
0: have a fun adventure. Also, it's, it's so, like, you're watching this movie, you're like, why the fuck is Darth Vader in a spaceship shooting at them just so that he can get away? Yeah. That's like it. You're like, this movie, like, hold on to the movie, like, what the fuck happened in the last 30 years that we all got juicy? That, <laughs> it's, it's funny. That just shows you what a
1: good, great sequel that The yeah. Empire Strikes Back was because because Star Wars, the first Star Wars movie, was a 24-page comic book Rob, That's all yeah. it was. Total yeah. light fluff. It was great, yeah. but it was, There was barely any substance there. Yeah. The Empire Strikes Back kind of, like, broadened it and made it seem like this whole universe was so much broader and more interesting than it is. And nothing is being able to follow up on the promise of that.
0: Star Wars is such a small movie. Like, nothing happens. There's not really much to it. Like, it's just... As a farm boy gets a (laughs) flame-throwing lightsaber stick... It doesn't even get to use it And then old man dies but And blow up But I will thing. say this Alec Guinness is great in Star Wars He didn't give a shit <laughs> Yeah
1: well, know, that's a good point too Yeah He's
0: just a really good actor yeah. You know so I loved how
1: One of my favorite Secret favorite things about Star Wars Is how much he hated Star Wars
0: you I remember? love that letter from the set Where he's like They all are babies And they make me feel so <laughs> old <laughs> It's so good um, Anyway What I'm saying is I want Lord Lord to be uh, Either the Sith Lord Like <laughs> actually That fucking Big dude goes the Snoop away The dude Yeah uh, Snood goes away and it's actually Laura Dern or she's like leader of resistance. I would be Seven. so happy if she were not a wife or mother. She's
1: I my bet is there's she, no way. She's gonna have a wordless cameo and a flashback when Luke explains, Hey Ray, you're my kid. This was your mom. Yeah. We're not gonna even talk about who she is. We're only gonna give her a name because she needs an action figure, so she needs yeah. a name for the action figure.
0: I want yeah. Laura Dern with a gun. <laughs> I went from Star Wars. You're
1: gonna. Wa- she's gonna have. She. You're gonna watch Kylo Ren stick a lightsaber in her chest. <laughs> in a flashback, and that is. It's gonna be so disappointing. Uh, oh, there's something too. So they announced three new cast members: Laura Dern, Billy Del Toro and a lady named Kelly Marie Tran, who is an Asian lady. Mm-hmm. and it's just funny because it's not like. Again, you think Star Wars. You think it's gonna be somebody with kind of at least some kind of stoicness. This is a comedian lady who's just been on a bunch of YouTube videos. <laughs> oh, she's cute. very cute
0: and kind of cute yeah. and goofy. <laughs> well, and there so, are goofy characters in the old Star Wars. She's the new Jar Jar.
1: Oh no! New Jar Jar,
0: <laughs> new Jar, Jar are coming. <laughs> God. So,
1: but yeah. So yeah, they're officially.
0: Yeah, they're trying to. Yeah. Oh, also, Star Wars. you got
1: two ladies. And a Mexican guy, so it's still not that too bad. This is good. But. This is good progress. Oh. Yeah, Brian
0: Fuller. Yeah, I mean, not Brian Fuller. Um, uh, Rian Johnson yeah, Ryan Johnson. Yeah, and Ryan Johnson. Yeah, Laura Dern in a Ryan Johnson movie. That's pretty great. Fuck,
1: it. it also has to be Star Wars movie. Yeah, I know.
0: What the fuck. We yeah. live in a strange time. Oh
1: man. What else?
0: Uh, what else? Brian Fuller's first hire for the new Star Trek writing room. Oh, that's Nicholas Fucking Meyer. Do you know who this is? Okay. This. Let me see if I am right. Okay. He is the writer slash director of Wrath of Khan. Yes. He Did also, he write it? Yeah. Okay.
1: He also wrote Star Trek IV, which is the secret best Star Trek movie. <laughs> and he wrote and directed Star Trek VI, which everyone says is the best Star Trek, or a lot of people claim is at least one of the best. I've never been a big fan of him. Yeah. But it's funny because he's not a Star Trek fan. Yeah. Like, he's always oh, been- he's not? Yeah. Like, well, that's the big thing about Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan is because, like, he was famous because he had written, like, some Sherlock Holmes fan fiction. And for whatever reason, Paramount was like, we need someone to write and direct a new Star Trek movie. Uh, We can't, like, why don't you do it? Because I think he had made some, like, TV, like, he, I think it was a Sherlock Holmes made-for-TV movie, and they were, like, looking for someone cheap, mm-hmm. and they saw, like, he could kind of write kind of old-timey, and he was a big fan of, like, Horatio Hornblower books, but he ah. wasn't a Star Trek fan. yeah. And a lot of people credit with the fact that, like, Star Trek Two is so great because, like, he was, like, he was he was essentially somebody from the outside looking in yeah. who could kind of see, like, what made these characters work for him as a non-fan. Yeah. And, yeah, so he kind of came and made the best part, slice of Star Trek ever made, really. Mm-hmm. And which is weird because he's like, coming in from, like, I don't know. Like has you kind of boned up more on this? Because it's one thing to like offhandedly write a couple Star Trek movies. Now he's going to be like writing a Star Trek TV show.
0: But yeah, well, I mean, it's not from... like when you're a writer, you're not in a vacuum. It yeah. is a writer. He could just be consulting sort of or
1: something like that too. Yeah, the, yeah. What
0: I saw was like he was going to be a producer or something and, like, like. like. But yeah. that's still everyone's. I mean,
1: that's yeah. you're you not you're not fucking around when you get the guy who wrote and directed Star Trek too. Man, he wrote and directed. Do you ever see Time After Time? It's he did this before Star Trek 2. It's a movie about how H.G. Wells invents a time machine because he wrote the book The Time Machine. But no. he, he's actually an inventor. He actually invented a time it was machine. A Star
0: Trek episode. No, I'm not. Jack
1: the Ripper steals his what? time machine. What? S- what travels to modern day, which back then was like 1979, San Francisco. What? And tries to kill the mom from Back to the Future Three. So H.G. Wells has to fall. And H.G. Wells is also played by a Clockwork Orange. It's raw as Malcolm McDowell as H. Oh, G. Wells. Okay, Which you know him? Because he was in Fallout New Vegas, right?
0: <laughs> Wait, was Malcolm McDowell? In Fallout? Was he not the bad guy? Was he not like Imperium or Furioso? Oh, or the guy? was he Caesar or something like that? I, I don't fucking remember the stunt casting in <laughs> Fallout. That's not. What I no, care time about. Time After Time's a great fucking movie. Anyway, that's uh, you are not the there. only person I've heard say that. I didn't know this was this dude.
1: It's yeah. a good movie,
0: but yeah, it's Nicholas Meyer. Yeah, interesting. There was a new Pee-wee trailer. Did you see that? Yeah, I actually liked it. I like that they got what's his face? Yeah, they got John Mugliano or whatever to be the alpha dude. You know, I'm so,
1: not only did I love, so it's the werewolf guy from Magic Mike XXL.
0: (laughs) Which I, which is funny because I
1: guess he did play werewolf guy on what, True Romance? Yeah. No, True. True Blood?
0: True Blood, I presume True that's blood. why you said the werewolf where it is. Guy. Why would you call him a werewolf Because
1: I think he was an actual werewolf, but he looks like a <laughs> werewolf in Magic Mike XXL. He's he got does. facial hair. Doesn't <laughs> he look like a werewolf though? I, I would fuck that werewolf. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, he's like, I guess he's the guy who instigated Pee-Wee going on On Yes! This- I, on- I kind of love
0: that that he's just like this- Charismatic alpha male mystery man that, that inspires Pee Wee. That looks like kind of I was watching this and I'm like, granted, I my relationship with Pee Wee is I watched Pee Wee's Playhouse when I was a kid a little bit, but not very much. Yeah. And I watched Pee Wee's Big Adventure. And that's the extent of my relationship Have with Have you ever Pee-wee. seen Big Top
1: Pee Wee? Which no. is the sequel no. to it is I'm kind of because like man, Pee Wee's Big Adventure was one of my favorite movies of all time. Sure. But so much of that movie was Tim Burton yeah. and Phil Hartman who wrote it.
0: Yeah, and yeah. so Phil,
1: like Phil Hartman was was, uh, was what's his face comedy partner. He kind of helped create the Pee Wee character. I didn't know that with him being uh, okay, well, yeah.
0: uh, big Pee
1: Wee's thing probably can't be that bad. Sure, but it's uh, if I I can't go in there expecting well, Pee Wee's sure. Big Adventure because that's it's such
0: a Netflix movie. movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's no, no, not also just be.
1: a Netflix movie. Yeah. But it Cute,
0: it, yeah, I it, was, I, it made me smile, and I do think there's a moment
1: where, like at the end of the trailer, there's like an older lady, like dressed like a like race car driver, like a little baby race car or something mm-hmm. like that. That's that's his girlfriend from Peewee's Big Adventure. It's the lady oh, who is says, it "Can I touch your big butt, Simone?" <laughs> I think it's that lady. <laughs> Which even you know, they bring her back as a new character, and that's kind of like you know, that's a great little throwback. Oh, oh man, why no. yeah, Peewee? Oh, it's just funny because Peewee and Peewee does not look good old though, because now he just <laughs> he
0: kind of looks well, like Peewee's supposed to be like a child. So he, he looks, looks like a drag. Smooth- (laughs) Because, like, yeah, now they have to, to, like, smooth out his face.
1: And it's kind of like, he can't quite do the (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. It could be great. It could be be down. You know know what
0: I'm really excited about? This is not in your notes, I don't think. But I'm really excited because what's coming out on Netflix in May, I think, is Lady Dynamite, which is Maria Bamford's new show. And it's really cute because what she did to publish, to do publicity for it was that she went to... Her mom, her dad, her husband, and her sister, and asked them to make videos answering the question, "Who is Maria Bamford?" Oh, I didn't see and that. And then asked everybody else to post it too. But it's the first time you know we've seen. I've seen her mom and dad because Maria Bamford's comedy is she does a lot of impressions and she does impressions of her family. And we've seen I've seen her mom and her dad and stuff, so I know what they look and sound like. But it was the first time I've actually heard Maria Bamford's sister. From yeah. There. Oh like, no. And she's done. Does
1: she sound like hello there? It's hello Maria. Funny
0: because she sounds like maria bamford <laughs> but like with this a little bit of doing more put together impression. it's so funny but anyway it's cute because then other like uh, she asked everybody on the internet she's like can you make a video saying who is maria bamford in show? Are you guys gonna do and one? a bunch of uh comedians did some so like pat noswalt did some sarah one. silverman did one. one anna gastire did one yeah uh it was
1: cute i said the only thing i saw about that was she was like she just did like a vine or something like that where it's just her lips and she's like hello everyone please watch Lady Dynamite, yes. or I might die, or something. It was just it's some like, kind of
0: she's, shit. she's just, I love Marie Bamford so Have much. Have you
1: not watched Fuller House? That's, you think that yeah. would be the topic of the week? Because everyone on Twitter. I did
0: watch Full House back in the day, but I'm not really. It's everyone, not something that I.
1: Everyone on Twitter this week is going, oh, Fuller House, and I go get, check it out in two episodes, and they're like, oh, my God, this is dire. <laughs> this is fucking shit. Well, what the hell?
0: Well, well, what do you expect? It's a fucking Full House. Yeah. Um, all I need to know is that, uh. Here's okay. Another side note in our McElroy corner. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I was going to
1: wonder if you can bring uh, up Sydney
0: yet. McElroy made fun of Justin recently by making fun of him because he wasn't feeling good. And so she was posting about how he was being a whiny baby. So as oh. revenge, he posted video of her crying <laughs> after watching the first episode of Full House. Oh, I didn't see that because she was like, he was like, how do you feel? She's like. I just, I'm so worried about DJ. <laughs> she got so emotional. Jasmine really was laughing
1: about the fact that she grew up to be an adult who still calls herself DJ.
0: <laughs>
1: and also, yep. I guess there's a new baby that no one's paying attention to. And he's left in a cage full of dogs, I guess.
0: <laughs> oh, it's interesting man. they couldn't get the Olsen twins. so It makes sense, you know.
1: What, seriously, what are the Olsen twins doing that, you know, it's totally out of embarrassment they don't want to show up to that, because, like, what the fuck else are they No,
0: I think it's because they're all, like, they're all, like, fashion and perfume magnates, and they made enough money from their fucking Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen videos. Yeah,
1: still, you think you'd, like, fucking bite the bullet and say, okay, like, this is the only reason we're famous. The, like, we have no talent other than, yeah. like, yeah, like, this entire empire we've built for ourselves, the bedrock is Michelle fucking Tan. <laughs> Oh. Anyway, uh,
0: anyway uh, Ground Control. It's horrifying to know that I even is that the character's name. or That, that is, I'm pretty sure. That's awesome her name.
1: I I watched my sister loved. Yeah. The TGIF comedy sure. block. So uh, I did. Too. And I have to admit, I was a huge uh, Perfect Strangers
0: fan when they came out. I oh, thought yeah. that shit was
1: hilarious, but I quit. Like you know, I was like, yeah, I, I, I think a that was bit,
0: pre-TGIF. Like, yeah, I that's say. what
1: I'm saying. Because I was like, yeah, before TGIF, like yeah. See, was I little...
0: was I came of age when TGIF was in its prime. So yeah, I watched. What, was, you, what was your shit. favorite TGIF show? I. I'm 32 (laughs) years old. I can't remember any of this. I'm 40 and I can remember the name of Michelle Tanner. I'm pretty sure I did buy a Steve Urkel board game at some point. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, we need to stop talking about this. Here's news only relevant to local people. Uh, ground control cover double in size. Ground control is of course a. I've never actually been.
1: I've watched foot in there twice for like ten seconds. It's
0: a big arcade here in Portland that has a lot of vintage arcades and stuff. Yeah, and there. It's a, a bar, bar slash too. arcade. Yeah. yeah,
1: it sounds like they're doubling their space. It so could just even be more arcade arcadey. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So so I don't I don't have any emotional attachment to arcade games really, <laughs> other than the X Men arcade game. That was the only arcade game I really. If played. it was
1: just an arcade to go down there, but, like, it being part... I don't drink, and I'm not social. <laughs> so, me going to an arcade bar, yeah. and... If I could go down there and there was no one else there, yeah. I'd have a good time. Yeah. Like, if I went there on a noon on a Tuesday, I'd probably have a good time. <laughs> if I could just, like, find the Star Wars arcade machine and just go yeah. to But, yeah. Um,
0: Fallout Forge creation kit, a tool used to officially distribute mods for the game, will debut on PC in April and Xbox in May and PS4 in June, which just happens to be when the first of a million bits of DLC for the game is supposed to start hitting, too. Exactly.
1: Oh, shit. They said... So, part of the thing, too, is also... Yeah. They have expanded their roster of their DLC. You mm-hmm. could get it all... For 30 bucks, Yeah, because the season after, pass was
0: originally $30, and they were like, no, we're releasing more content. We're bumping it to 60 That
1: expires after March 1st. Uh, like, uh, was it day after? On March 1st, it goes up from, f- I think it, was, it goes up from twenty nine ninety nine to like to 40 yeah. So I might actually get on that because actually Fallout 4 with mods, I might be down more. And especially, it's funny because I remember like Xbox Xbox's big thing. We're going to be the only console with mods. Turns out they're going to only have a one month exclusive To be fair, they did that. say
0: we're going to be the first console with mods. Oh, uh, yeah. Is but what do you they think?
1: do you think it wouldn't be like? Only a month exclusive, like s- like a month, six months after the game came out. Yeah.
0: yeah, um, I uh, I have to admit, I was kind of sad because the first two DLC packs aren't story based. Are what it's are It's just they? like stuff. Like it's gonna be more. That is kind of
1: weird because like the fall of the yeah previous stuff has been so story based.
0: But yeah. this game also has like the whole building thing is like a whole different thing. So I think the second DLC pack is gonna be you can capture animals and then make a, like an arena where you can like you can fight with animals or you can have animals fight and stuff and you can bet on the fight wow. and stuff. And I can't imagine why you're not just totally... The third one is a story pack. So so
1: for this $30 DLC, you get all that stuff then?
0: And what hasn't been announced yet. Because there's more stuff in coming. This is just the first announcements. I'm going
1: to throw it down for that. And cause... it's going
0: to be, there's going to be like a robot thing where there's going to be like all sorts of new robots. And then you can have new armor that you can craft that's like robot armor. And I think you can actually build robots as part of it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. It'll be, it'll Again. be all good. But it's yeah. like, it's all shit that's like, man, Fallout 4, I love you, but I don't want to dick around in my settlement anymore. I'm kind of done. I want to fucking I want to learn more about my friends. I want to see what happens with when, with the uh, Valentine and I want, you know, I want McCready To have to confront His issues with his son In a real yeah. meaningful I way I imagine That's inevitable And I want but... Dance To have to accept His actually, reality Bethesda's
1: got a huge E3 thing they're gonna have This year so I don't know if like, They'll I announce doubt like, gonna... I'm more I'm sure crazy... it will be
0: I'm sure they'll talk About Fall a little bit But there's a... They're not gonna have A huge thing to talk About DLC They're gonna talk about Like something... Wolfenstein 8 Or whatever yeah. And like whatever Their MOBA thing is I
1: wonder um... if
0: um... Oh they actually had said In an interview recently That their next things That Bethesda Studio Is developing They have three projects in the hopper and all of them are totally different from anything. Which is weird before.
1: because they've just been on that uh Fallout 4 or Fallout Skyrim, yeah, loop Fallout for the last, Elder like Scrolls. decade. Yeah,
0: so it'll be interesting to see what what those dudes dish Probably up.
1: Mobile games.
0: <laughs> That's what it's
1: gonna be. Like, come yeah. on, let's 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 get serious. Um. I I wonder if I could use these mods. I wonder if I have to start my game over
0: again. I don't think so. That's I've, never been how it's worked before. Oh, okay. Because I, I I've put just I've
1: put like twenty hours into the game, which is just enough for me not want to restart, even though I've barely done anything.
0: My God, twenty hours. Yeah. How
1: how much time have you put in there?
0: I have looked at my clock. My wife asked me politely in December to stop playing. <laughs> Because I had been playing, at the end of December, I had been playing like it was my job. Yeah. Uh, Pretty much any time I was at home and not at work, I was playing Fallout 4. So I can respect... I did in keep in mind that after a week after it come out I was at a hundred I would cracked hundred hours. So although
1: well, you're such a fallout fan, that's not a I surprising. took vacation yeah. like to play
0: it. Like I literally took a fallout vacation. And yeah. I was playing for the first two <laughs> well, days. Also if
1: you're measuring off the counter the, if you're playing on the PlayStation Four version it also counts any time spent in rest rest mode as game time too. It does, so if but you're just judging by the clock.
0: If you do it differently, it doesn't. I know, yeah. So um but uh um Anyway, it's I've played a lot of. I haven't looked. I think the last time I looked, I was at two hundred hours, which is not much considering I had cracked hundred hours. But it sounds the like the
1: game week. needs more story stuff it because does. it seems it's light on story. I
0: love. I really enjoyed my time in Fallout Four. On the balance, it was more shootery than any of the other Fallout yeah. games. Like it just, I liked the characters. Like the the, the, the I think the play, the secondary characters were had more meat on them than they ever have in a Fallout game before, mm-hmm. but Fallout games are not, that's still not their, you know, especially not under Bethesda's tenure. That's not their forte. And the story is the same story no matter what path you choose. Like, yeah. really, the the shades of gray are very minimal. Yeah. So it's, you know, it, and, and there's not really anything, you, you can't play that game doing anything but shooting.
1: I keep on hearing that half the game really is just getting new missions, random, randomly generated missions by What's-His-Face with the hat.
0: I mean that's not you if you go back and talk to him any there are all there are all sorts of characters in the game who give you randomly. generated Have
1: you seen missions. people like cosplay at that guy's conventions and he'll Preston just walk. Garby. Yeah, he'll, he'll just walk into the middle of anyone else dressed as a uh, Fallout yeah. Four character, saying, like, "Hey, I got a new mission for you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's
0: he's most he's the biggest problem because especially if you have him as your companion, like er, when you talk to him and you finish this mission, he'll give you a new one. Yeah, so it's like, it's like okay, well, uh, but there there are a ton of characters in the game who give you randomly generated missions. Or like, go to insert place here oh, to God. clear out. X, yeah. you know, like there, you get that from the Brotherhood. You get that from uh the railroad. You get that from, I don't know if you get that from the Institute. I don't know if the Institute has a random gener- mission generator, but yeah, you get that all over. Everybody does it in that game. And it, it's a shame because the parts of that game that were good were really good, but you know, the best Fallout game is Fallout New Vegas still. But that was by people who were just taking a really well honed, uh, an engine that worked and then, Doing putting a story into it. And I wish... I know that Obsidian is now on different things. I wish that they would... And I know that they had a terrible experience with New Vegas. Yeah. And, like, they missed their bonus by one Metacritic point, and they almost went under as accordingly. I wish... We could get the new Vegas of Fallout 4 because taking this stuff and making it work, like making charisma count for something, making those character relationships count for something, you know, like make, cause I enjoyed like all the crafting and everything, having that mean something. Do you think they'll
1: port those games over to
0: PlayStation or the, no. the new consoles? Yeah. No. They're too complex. I think. You think so? Yeah. And also, why bother? Like, I don't think. I think
1: everyone else is doing that stuff, and especially if everyone's complaining about how
0: not old games. Like, think about the stuff that's been ported. Like, I feel like for the most part, it's stuff that came within two years of the end of the life cycle of. So there's enough of a thing where it's like, but I wanted to play X. Like, well, we'll port it. You know, nobody's digging into the catalog.
1: Gears of War just Microsoft just put out Gears of War but they're
0: coming out with a new Gears of War game and it's continuing the story like that's like Halo and Gears of War are kind of different we'll see I would believe like you'd get a Call of Duty remastered series that's what I you
1: know I hate to say it but I would love if they took like Call of Duty 4 and just did a remastered version of that I'd probably pay 30 bucks to play that game just for the multiplayer we need Um, to move on
0: uh, seems like Nathan Drake is a big fan of collectible Ubisoft concept art. <laughs> you know what I choose to believe? Uh, here, I'll give the context first. Oh, they, this sucks. They announced, they rele- and I feel so bad for Naughty Dog, they released a beautiful, evocative trailer for uh, Thief's, uh, Thief's End. This was like their story trailer for the game. Like This is the start of their big marketing push for the April release. The whole story around it wound up being that there was a piece of Assassin's Creed mo- concept art in it. Isn't that something where...
1: See, I didn't see the trailer, but isn't it like Nathan and Elena sitting on a couch, like They're looking at the painting? He
0: gl- he, he's like petting her and he looks up at... There's a picture over their mantle of a, a beach. And then the, there's a crossfade to that beach, to a beach that looks very similar to it yeah. in the world. And, and Nate's on an adventure there. And yeah, it's a piece of... I, I, when the trailer hit, I was like... Boy, that looks familiar. <laughs> I actually did think that. It turns out that it's a modified piece. So now,
1: uh, in the new version of the trailer, does it mo- like it's a transition of- from an entirely different kind of looking beach yeah. to the, the old beach? Yeah.
0: I mean, it's not... It's not... It's clear that that's not the concept art that the beach is built on. It, yeah. But it, the whole thing is that there's like a rocky outcropping with... Like oh, yeah, the a, same shit like Kind this- of like a, the orphanage where it had like that... Corridor of rock. Yeah. Like there was something like that. And then it cuts to a beach that has that same corridor of rock.
1: Yeah. And I, I, they had to come out and say, whoops, sorry. We up, but you we know what? God up. bless them.
0: 24 hours. They released an apology. They released a new trailer. Yeah. And they apologize explicitly to the assassin. Is Re- the trailer game, any good? Microsoft. It's great. Okay. Fucking fucking Uncharted. Okay. This is my theory. The thief's end. The thief who dies at the end of this adventure will it's be Nathan's brother. brother. Yeah, I hope to God. Spoilers. I hope to God because if Nathan Drake dies, I'm gonna be cry like an asshole. <laughs> at this point, <sighs> man, it's funny because I never... Drake also. Fuck that guy. Really? What an asshole. Why? What an asshole. Nate, calm down. You have a wonderful wife. Go home. Figure out your life. Don't work in a fucking construction job. That's... There are ways you can work in treasure and archaeology. I that think that's aren't one of the just, reasons uh, why I'm,
1: I'm I've kind of emotionally, aside from the Assassin's Creed or uh, Uncharted three not being that good, at least in terms of the story. I think I'm just also just like. Is Nathan's personal story doesn't doesn't seem to make any sense. There doesn't seem to be any continuity as to why he's doing it or what he's doing it. Well, like,
0: one of the things when I was playing Tomb Raider, one of the things that I really liked about it is that I believed Lara's drive and obsession yeah. more than Nate's.
1: And Nate, Nate's whole obsession is like, oh, my great-great-grandfather was Sir Francis Drake. I have to live up to his legacy. And that's like the only thing driving Nathan, I guess? Mm-hmm. It's never clear. He seems to be... or, or, or he, It's either that or it's just fortune and glory. Which is like, that's not really completely compelling reason was yeah. to why Especially because I mean, very...
0: he's, he's got a great... He's the best character in the game is his wife that he's I always know. ditching. And I, know. Like, I know. It breaks my heart to see Elena in an Uncharted game, and the context is she is weeping because he's betrayed her. It's like she needs... I love Elena like so much... And to have her be just like like the, the person who's holding it back or, yeah. or like the person he's betrayed, just like it's just so sad. I'm glad they're kind- uncharted is at the end of the day. A game that was first developed in the late aughts, you know? And that kind of story, you know, like that kind of storytelling is kind of of that legacy. And it doesn't really work so much anymore. But I love, having said that, having said all those criticisms, I love Uncharted. I love Nathan (laughs) Dragon's Holly. I love Elena. I'm so excited. It looks beautiful. And I'm going to play it. And I'm going to be so stressed out. I'm going to cry. I'm gonna cry. Just the trailer. I showed it- I watched it at work and I started tearing up and I had to go to the bathroom and like splash my face. And I oh. went home and I showed it to Foley and Foley just like because there's like fucking minor key music and shit and it's just like Foley just looks at me and she's like her lower lip is trembling and I'm like I know! I know, oh, man. Yeah, I saw something about
1: how I guess they t- they've totally 100% rejiggered the story from what it was yeah, before I mean, they came on. the
0: whole creative team dropped <laughs> out. I thought
1: there was still, like, that Nathan Drake was going to have a brother, but they changed, I thought they changed, like, half, like, I didn't realize, like, they pretty much, like, well, wiped the whole slate clean. that
0: character, I mean, all those characters were made, I think they just redefined the context of the story and everything, yeah. and just, like, yeah. But I mean, That's like, the whole creative team left, dude, the whole creative team. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't just Amy Hennig, it was everybody. Yeah. It's fucking, I, I'm curious to hear what the story behind Especially all Especially because they, they're coming out and saying will. this is
1: going to be the last Uncharted game. I'm kind of curious to see how they wrap this whole shebang up. Just you know.
0: get back to, make last of Us two. Go ahead and make, make the Ellie game. Come on, dudes. like Just do it.
1: I, I I would love there to be a great Ellie game but at the same time I would not want it just to be Uncharted with Ellie. Exactly. Because like, like the gameplay, again, that's another thing because the gameplay is very much, is still kind of kind of very of the late aughts where it's just kind of like shoot, 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 everyone's a bullet sponge my, cutscene. My,
0: my whole thing is that I, I don't necessarily feel that. I feel like The Last of Us is such a complete whole piece
1: yeah.
0: that even though it was designed to be the first game of a new tra- franchise, a part of me it's like don't like it doesn't you don't need to tell any more stories of that. You know, like that is
1: I'm also just ready for Naughty Dog to do something that's not just Uncharted. I mean that's that's a lot, nice thing about The Last of Us, but even The Last of Us casts such a long shadow, I'd be kinda of disappointed if they just announced like after Uncharted they're just going back to Last of Us too.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. they, it's Last of Us is a franchise. It was designed to be a franchise. Yeah. So unless it's an
1: interesting story about what's her face,
0: it's gonna be. Well, the whole Last of Us is an origin story for Ellie. So in that regard, so is
1: Ellie gonna be the main character?
0: Well, they haven't announced anything. But Bill, you played the same game I did. What? What else could they do but have Ellie be the protagonist? Yeah, it's
1: a world. You can have other characters. Well, the whole world ended. You like? There's like, it's like The Walking it's Dead a saying world it can, only... you, can have,
0: you know what? You're right. Uncharted could be just gunny Joe <laughs> At the same time, what is
1: this like? I, like, if they're gonna have another story, especially if it's gonna be another game where you're just gonna Kind of like throwing rocks and bottles at people, then a cutscene. Look
0: at the world. Look at every game Naughty Dog has made. They make character-based adventures.
1: Yeah.
0: Seriously?
1: Nah, I don't know.
0: You could... Maybe Joel, Joel. Like what? Like I. It's not. There's no way they're gonna make another last. We need to move on. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever. What? Heard of today. Uh, Fig, <laughs> Fig's newest <laughs> crowdsource project, and the reminder that I needed to unsubscribe from Fig's <laughs> notification emails. A J and Silent Bob 2D Brawler. This is a cute... Then wow. I, I, I am
1: convinced the only people who want to pay for this game are the people making the half dozen people making this game as the only audience for this game. Cause if you love Jay and Silent Bob so much, you're probably like You're probably like an old fuck like me who's grown out of Jay and Silent Bob, or you're a stupid kid who doesn't know any better, who doesn't have enough money to invest in
0: Fig. Yeah.
1: And it's also just Jay, Jay and Silent Bob haven't been a thing in... I like, know. Oh, it's, and it's also just like all just fucking lame pot humor and... I know. who is the Who is the audience for this? Is it the huge world that loves 2D brawlers? I know it's going to be a terrible fucking game. Yeah. I feel bad for whoever's making this game because they're not like... Oh, God. It's... like I know it's... I don't know if there's an actual demo out now or if they've actually put together part of the know. game where it's just screenshots, but like... Uh, someone on Twitter even pointed out, like, the text on Jay's shirt. Uh, Jay has text on his shirt, so whenever he flip-flops, because whenever he's walking left and right, like, the text flip-flops, which is, like, a basic tech thing that, like, even, like, yeah. Capcom back in the day knew not to put text. Well,
0: even just, like, it's, just, like, like a little... it's a fucking screenshot meant to show off your what your game could be. And even the
1: screenshot doesn't look good, and it's just, like, <laughs> this is also the the one of the first big things to come out of Fig, and it's weird to see fucking, who's the guy who runs Double Flying? Tim Schafer being you know, all like, yeah, let's support that Jane Silent Bob game. Well, the, the, the founder
0: of Fig is the former CFO of Double Fine. So it's like, you know, I know he's trying to help this person. How much are they asking for for this game? Like $6,000? They're bucks? asking for $400,000 as of Half this moment.
1: a fucking million dollars?
0: Well, that's not a lot of money to make a fucking video game. It's not.
1: Bill. For Jane solid, Bob. Sorry, no,
0: I'm not saying that this game <laughs> is going to be any good, but that's not a lot of money making. This a is going to be. Game.
1: Oh my god, I didn't realize it was that much. money. A programmer too.
0: costs hundred thousand dollars a year, and you need more than one pro- programmer probably to do this. Do you think thing they're well. making a game worthy of well, like? Well, no, I'm not saying it's oh, a good I know game. You know, but I'm just. I am put saying a what it costs to make things. They are underbidding. They're doing the also, whole like. It's fucking Kevin Smith. He owns like a whole store. Like you think? He he owns not, a he, whole he's not a
1: whole. He's he is definitely not Hollywood royalty.
0: He, Bill, but... I doubt he wins. To InteraBank Studios and said, "Let's make a video game. I'm gonna invest in it." No, Bank Studios like, "Yeah, let's make a do- let's make a Jay and Silent Bob game." Even though sure. his
1: movies are super low budget, half a million dollars is about as much he spends on catering for like what are the fuck? That's what <laughs> but, I'm I mean, saying. Even like, then, it's
0: like like that's not a lot of money for him. They're not. That can't make a good. That could not make a good. If I wrote them a check for four hundred thousand dollars and that was all they had, that would not. That would also, be a demo. I just dude. realized
1: because it's Jay and Silent Bob, the only voice character in the game is gonna be Jay just uh-huh. saying snoogans over again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, my God. Who cares? Did you?
0: Did you watch the video?
1: No, I just saw the news I, I was...
0: started to watch the video. It's six minutes long, and the first minute and a half is, like, just a shot straight of Kevin Smith's face. Talking. Is he just talking? Just, like, talking headshot, like, that. Even... To the developers. Is there, like, LEC animated ridiculous. footage of the game or anything like that? I did not get that far, because I... And I, I scanned through it, and it, they seem to be trying to do the, um... Uh, kind of like what Wasteland did where it's like oh Goofy Like talking about like developments sort or of shit and, Like
1: You're just wasting everyone's time Also yeah.
0: this is really This is really dumb <laughs> I watched the video long enough for the developers to come on and say, "Hi, we're in Terra Bang Studios," and I went, "Fuck you," <laughs> because the word is "Intero Bang," which is an obscure grammatical term, which is an exclamation mark and a question mark at the same time. That's supposed to be like express disbelief and like alarm yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. But I get, and I get, it's like interactive, Intero Bang, and also Bang, like an explosion, like dynamic. But You're trying to be witty, you're not even but being I'm witty like, about your
1: own studio fuck name, right? You. Yeah.
0: You know what? God bless them. $400,000! <laughs> $400,000 $400 is not a lot of money, dude. That is... That
1: doesn't is not matter. You know what it is to everyone else? Uh,
0: to you and I. Yeah. To normal humans. The that's, people that they are relying on funding That's a lot thing. of money. People when you have, are a game developer, $400,000 isn't enough to open a people fucking... People are losing
1: their beans because Mystery Science Theater had the gall to ask for a million and a half for 12 episodes. Which
0: is not enough money to make 12 episodes of TV show. This is what I hate about crowdfunding culture is this whole thing of that's a lot of money. Yeah, but you can't make shit. But just even if everyone just kicks in like
1: just kicks in 60 bucks.
0: I backed a Kickstarter for pencils (laughs) that were six-sided die so that each side of the pencil was marked with a number so you could roll it like dice. Yeah, He raised too much money. He raised, like, $25,000 or something, or maybe $65,000 of money. And it was so hard to manufacture, he's having to give up and, like, try and sell the project to someone else. Shit is hard to make. And I hate that crowdfunding culture makes it seem like, that's a lot of money. No, because shit is hard to make. A video game, you cannot make a good video game for $100,000. Chronic
1: blunt punch. I, I don't... You know, at this point, I don't care. I don't care if they need that much money. It's just it's, it's just a badly...
0: Although they've bad already
1: thing. made $100,000, which granted, that's right out of the gate. So, yeah. like,
0: hopefully we'll get a big does. upswing
1: at the end. It's not like I want this to fail. Yeah. But, like I said, the the, the game, the, the everything, the, the design of it, actually doesn't even look that bad.
0: It doesn't look bad. But also just, like, I just... So yeah, Fig's Fig's track record so far is the first game was Outer Wilds, which was a like some sort of like student thing, like a narrative-based game that was really acclaimed and won a lot of awards and they tried to make money. And I think they won it by they scraped they scrambled by by the skin of their teeth. Yeah. Uh, Anchors in the Drift was the new game from the folks who did scribble knots. But it looked like some sort of dense, inaccessible RTS sort of thing. And okay. I'm saying this as a person who was like, oh, Scribblenauts, I'll mm-hmm. look at what they're pitching. Looked at it. It was looked too obtuse and inaccessible to me. So I backed away. So that's exactly what I know. And I think they failed. Psychonauts 2, which was is a Psychonauts game, was announced at a big game thing that got a lot of attention. Is a culturally, you know, critically acclaimed darling. And they they made their Did you see that. who's the head of design on that? Some kind it's of weird a thing. It's the dude who did, uh, Biosho- was the head of design on Bioshock 2.
1: Is that a good thing? Yeah, Bioshock okay. Two is really good game.
0: Okay, and I I I will. Well,
1: hearing Minerva's Den was the best thing to come out of that game. Well, so,
0: but, but Bioshock you know. Two was really good, so no. you know it's just oh, Minerva's Den was really good because it was very different and it was not what you expect. Um,
1: man, how much is Bioshock? Because I remember just like even like three or four years ago, copies of Bioshock Two were going like for a like a yeah. dollar on on fucking Amazon. Uh, anyway, we need Let's to move see. on in
0: this Geek Week interview. Did you know? Uh, this last piece, uh, Harper Lee finally passed away. Hilarious! <laughs> I hate, I hate <laughs> the deaths part of this. I'm going to move through this. I love uh, Kill Mockery's very important book. I'm glad that now this woman can stop being manipulated and controlled by the people around her. And I know. Exactly.
1: I like everyone's like, kind of like, thank God that's over, actually. Poor lady. Yeah. Poor lady. Um, uh,
0: rest in peace, Douglas Slocum. He was the cinematographer on Indiana Jones films, A Lion in Winter and The Pirates of Penzance. Yeah. What is <laughs> yeah. A, that's a broad spectrum. That's a hell of a broad spectrum right there, my especially friend.
1: Especially because Pirates of Penzance looks, looks like it was filmed on home video, like at the <laughs> Disney Family <laughs> Studio lot. It was like, yeah. But yeah, Um, it's funny. Because pirates and pins, ants, and a lion in winter. I just watched for the first time for the target yeah, party. I was and gonna went, say- like, I saw his name show up in the credits. I'm like Oh yeah, I know he worked on something with Steven Spielberg. I look back. Oh yeah, he's a cinematographer on all the Indiana's, Indiana, Indiana huh. Jones stuff. Interesting. Yeah. He, uh his last movie, he was already old when he was working on Indiana Jones stuff. Yeah, because uh, like his prime was like in the fifties and sixties and stuff. His last movie was actually Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Really. And so his last shot was like Indiana Jones riding off to the sunset. Oh, if you're gonna a cinematographer, yeah. that's a great way to end your career. Like damn, being the last damn, damn true. So yeah. Oh. So I, you know, what's terrible thing is one of those things where I thought he was already kind of dead, but he, then he died. But yeah. yeah so yeah, I <laughs> do I <laughs> do. Uh you know what? Actually, uh sorry, the, the the silencer and the harpy lee thing was me looking at Bioshock 2 on uh Amazon. Actually, Bioshock copies of Bioshock 2 are now fourteen dollars. How about that? It went
0: much has gotten rare again. It is worth $14, dollars will tell you. Well, that was okay. exactly what it is. Bioshock was such a huge seller. They printed a bajillion the Expecting, yeah, because
1: I think because Bioshock sold like four million copies, which is like three million more than they expected, they were yeah.
0: like, Let's print million copies yeah. and it
1: sold like and it half.
0: sold it like it sold respectably but they expected it to exactly, astronomically. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Thanks to Deadpool, Batman versus Superman will get an R-rated cut on home video. <laughs> Have you seen Deadpool? No. I was
1: almost tempted to do a Deadpool Witch double feature. Uh, <laughs> just cuz <'cause- laughs> I yeah. have your neck break from tone <laughs> shift. Because I've seen so many people whose opinion I respect come out of Deadpool going, A, the fact they even went to go see Deadpool,
0: and B, and they're like, oh, that was actually not that bad. I'm, like, morbidly curious. I 100% see and understand that while I know people who love Deadpool... Are you
1: trying to be a good ally?
0: Um, It is not for me. You don't think so? I don't think it's. For me. You don't
1: think so? I am, to be... the trailers make that movie look like the biggest piece of shit. Because it it's the humor is just so like
0: Meh, I draw in crayons and I like to fart. Uh, at Jimmy the Chongas at the Lego convention yesterday, or the or should, yeah the Lego, yeah, convention, LEGO yesterday, convention. There were all the there were a cheerleader convention going out at the same time. There were two cheerleaders dressed like Spider Man and Deadpool wandering
1: around. Like there were they like, girls?
0: Yeah. Okay. And I was like. Oh, okay that's this a thing you can do so unexpected just because you know cheerleaders like it's a very rare like it's a very structured thing yeah. like you wear a certain sort of outfit and everything like that and i was Especially
1: like a cheerleading convention you
0: go was that, like teenagers or like the national semi-finals no these are all teenage girls i was huh. like you go girls yeah it was really good but Aww. yeah fucking deadpool I, it is not for me i know i also like you i'm like my friend brenna loved it so, I'm like, and I respect the hell out of them, but...
1: Do you yeah. want to go do a Deadpool Man, double feature?
0: I, I don't go see movies very often. We'll it takes a movie I'm really excited about to actually get my ass out to the theater. I'm not going to go see Deadpool.
1: We'll go in the middle of a Wednesday. Sir. Those seem to be the <laughs> ideal movies. Work. You don't want anyone else to take the day off. Come on, I'll pay you 50 bucks. <laughs> to see bucks. Deadpool, yeah. yeah. Um... <laughs>
0: Sure, Bill. But, yeah, so uh, this is, uh,
1: yeah, people have already pointed out but it's not surprising this is going to happen. Hollywood's going to learn the wrong lessons from and Deadpool being R-rated such a huge
0: Superman Well, and then fucking the, literally the day
1: after Deadpool premiered, like, it's Friday when it, like, like wound up earning. It wasn't, the weekend was, its first weekend wasn't even over yet. Uh, The writers of the new Wolverine, Wolverine 3 movie, because I guess now there's already been two standalone Wolverine movies came out and said, the next Wolverine will be R-rated. And then the weekend after that, you got the uh, fucking Batman versus Superman. People saying, yeah, we're going to have an R-rated cut on The last
0: Wolverine movie, they wanted to be R-rated and they just lost that fight.
1: Well, also just looks like the
0: movie was badly. Have you seen all the CGI claws he has and everything too? (laughs) Let me Yeah. Yeah.
1: But But now, oh, God, yeah, which is funny because, like, you know, Wolverine R-rated R R totally makes sense. At least it's one of the things that does make sense. But, like, do you need... I mean, R-rated Batman makes sense, too. But Superman, and technically this is... When they first announced this, this was supposed to be a Batman sequel, too. Or Superman. Technically, it's supposed to be Superman-centric film. this movie has
0: pivoted so many times. So we've got, like, an... You know what I really want to believe? I really want to believe that it's it's the exact same movie, except they just dubbed in, like, (laughs) a point where it's Henry Canfield and and, what's his name, fucking Ben Affleck, just staring at you going... (laughs) Fuck you. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> you know, they, it's not
1: like they filmed that. Because like, mov, like, there's been such, like the, the the big conventional wisdom in Hollywood for the last 10 years is R-rated movies just don't sell. Yeah. That's why it's been such a big deal unless whenever like, unless, or a comedy, like, you know, yeah. Bridesmaids or something like yeah. that. And so, it's not like they were like, shot like optional R-rated stuff. Yeah, exactly. They'd have Fuck to go you. back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, they can show uh, blood now. Yeah, but now they are CGI. Yeah, po- rah, rah, po- rah, rah. What do you get? To, like, uh, yeah, I gotta get yeah, I gotta get yeah, out. I gotta get out. no, money. It just. It's going to be a dark era for superhero movies.
0: Thank God, because that movie was going to be real good anyway. Well, it's funny because DC, you know, they've always been behind the eight ball
1: in terms of their uh, superhero movies. And I wonder if they're going to knuckle down with like, okay, well, Marvel and Disney have kind of like the warm and fuzzy kind of like pg-13 thing we're just gonna make everything all of our shit r-rated now because that's what we can do because as we,
0: long as they have Zack snyder as their creative well part, that's the other thing yeah then when he yeah that seems like a lot he would be the thing. guy to keep on pushing for that yeah shit i mean he, that's the difference between marvel and and dc is that marvel has like gone after they're like we're gonna make a weird stable of creators to make these films yeah. and a lot of different sorts of films to appeal to different people whereas DC is like hey zach
1: did you see Zack Snyder was also confirmed? He, he is he is doing the Justice League movie next.
0: Far well, there was because like like they were
1: supposed to have started work on the Justice League movie by now, but that wasn't working. So everyone was assuming the Justice. It sounded like the behind the scenes scuttlebutt has been what everyone's seen from this Batman Soup versus Superman movie. It's terrible and that they were going to scrap the whole Justice League thing entirely and just bl- let Ben Affleck do Batman 2. Mm. Essentially write and direct his own, ba- you yes, know, and yeah. also star in his own Batman yeah. movie, which is extra surprising because now they suddenly come out and did reconfirm, that, like, no, Zack Snyder will be doing Justice League. God knows, it'll probably be rated R. It's going to be fucking, I don't know. It's the it makes me sad because, like,
0: I admit, the only part of this Superman movie I care about is apparently there's some aspect of Wonder Woman in World War One. Oh, yeah, and that sentence well, gets my makes me sprout a dick just so are I think it shows World War One because because they've, they've been I just parts. explained to you all I know about this because I
1: well supposedly her, well they've been filming her standalone stuff and there was a lot of stuff oh, that is takes it place standalone yeah
0: it's, movie, it's yeah. her and
1: Captain Kirk in like World War I. Oh
0: okay maybe it's The standalone movie okay which is good because their outfits see all red white and blue of which course is like, it's like 1912 okay never mind I don't have to see Batman v Superman then thank you that's what I'm saying yeah I think she
1: just shows up long enough yeah. in Batman v Superman to be like I
0: am a girl come coming. Next
1: April, it's synergy, yeah, but. Um,
0: uh, hey, did you know that the Dag is gonna play the female lead in the Dark Tower movie, despite fans not even being able to remember who her character was? So the Dag is the blonde lady from
1: Mad Max Fury Road, the blo- you know the one who's kind of extra, kind of like.
0: Hey,
1: um, she is. So it sounds like this Dark Tower movie may actually get made. The
0: one with Eldredge Eldredge. Eldred? That's the only way you can get me into the theater of a Dark Tower That's movie. Be terrible. Say, it's hey, gonna- hey, Annie. Dangerous Elba is a cowboy, and I'm gonna show up front row with my hand down my pants, <laughs>
1: which is really interesting because his character, his cowboy character, is a really fractured, fucked up character. He's yeah. not like super. I mean, he is kind of a badass. Like he knows how to sh- shoot and kill people really well, but he's his whole kingdom's fucked up. His dad got fucked up. His parent mm-hmm. had issues. His whole mm-hmm. essentially watched his whole world die, and he's the last really lev- living remnant of his own world, mm-hmm. uh, trying to save all the other worlds in the multiverse from falling apart like his mm-hmm. own world did. But so yeah, so they announced that the female lead in in this uh gunslinger movie which is funny because if they're just basing it off the first book there's no you know what there's only one female character in the first gunslinger book it's a giant fat lady yeah who roland who is it just character sticks his gun up into her twat and threatens to blow her brains out from the inside out if he doesn't give her a piece of information because she's like the fat jabba the hutt leader of some kind of evil like wild west town god steven <laughs> I that is the only female person in the whole first book, because uh, he's just like running around like oh he actually does murder like about three hundred kids in that first book because all the all the kids in this town become zombies and are tricked into attacking him and he has to shoot them all. That is the first gunslinger book. <laughs>
0: I am never gonna read a of
1: King book. <laughs> is it any Wonder why they've never been able to make a movie out of uh-huh. this shit. Um. So well, that's a confusing thing is they announced her character is a character who like. Everyone, all the all the people I knew who were Dark Tower fans were like, "Wait, who?"
0: And it's a random like background character from like the seventh Dark Tower book. Well, here's here's what I would say: If you are adapting a a, a Dark Tower series, do you fucking dare stay loyal to the books, or do you make some sort of remix sort of thing?
1: I want to get that. I want to be the fat lady. I can tell. <laughs> I could I shave. I could be. You know.
0: <laughs> but yeah, what do you? It's, yeah, yeah. Like, because like, everything I've heard and what I I read, like. 50 pages from a random Dark Tower book. <laughs> a- it seems unfucking adaptable. It is. It's, a, it's, it's giant. It's, just, it's a giant tottering pile of nonsense. It's just a bunch of weird garbage. Even
1: as someone who is a huge Dark Tower
0: fan, yeah. I would admit
1: there was only two, about two and a half books worth of good material like, in seven books. I
0: know a lot of people who really enjoy those books. My mom read the Dark Tower books. Yeah. Until eventually she was like, it's too weird. No, yeah. You know. Yeah, but, you
1: you read the part where they find a giant bear with uh-huh, like a little radar like hat. a
0: fucking radar in its head and be. <laughs> or something, and there's a lady in a wheelchair See, in the woods! technically she should
1: be the female lead, because there's a, so the four main characters, there's a the cowboy, Idris Elba, yeah. there's a junkie guy from, like, mm-hmm. the 1970s, there's mm-hmm. a black lady from the 1960s who's crippled, who doesn't have any legs below the knee, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a boy from, like, 1980s New York, and, yeah, so that's why everyone's like, well, and, and actually none of those characters show up until the second book, the mm-hmm. only, in the first book, it's really just Roland, it's Idris' Elba character, who gets attacked by, like, a ghost town full of people who have been possessed, and try to kill him um and so that's why i know so it's kind of weird i mean i'd like to see it'd be cool to see the dag from fury road show up and more stuff but everyone's mm-hmm. trying to feel like what does that yeah
0: uh, it on. seems like one of those things where it's like if you are if you are tasked to adapt the dark tower you take the idea of the dark tower and like some of the good bones and then you just fucking do something different which
1: is funny because they totally actually from an actual in-universe perspective spoilers for the dark tower but it ends with uh Roland finally completes his mission, he gets to the Dark Tower and kind of fixes everything. But he's forced to go relive his journey over again. Seriously. But with the inclin, with the insinuation that his journey might be different, sure. so like you yeah. could even make it canonical, like like this is like his, his like second his second journey through yeah. the whole Dark Tower story. So you could like even say like, it's that's, sticking to the story. And now he's black. Good. He's been reincarnated. He, like yeah, you can make that's up. That's
0: kind of there's something kind of great about that. I have yeah. To admit. So
1: they could like fuck around with everything and say hey, how yeah, do you know that's not just the way it goes through. Like his like 375th trip through the like you know, because oh, he's man. essentially been cursed. To, like relive yeah, this too. whole thing until yeah. he finally gets. The shit right that he has to do. Huh. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Roland, Roland Deschain is a pretty fucked up character, but uh, anyway, so that's, that's
0: Sir Loras to play Marvel's Kung Fu Master Iron, Flick, Iron Fist. <laughs> We're, it's getting toward the end of the podcast. And, On Netflix. Oh, whoa, 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 so yeah, dare, Daredevil, is it in the Daredevil show? No, no, no. It's part of the Defenders thing because they're gearing up to do the Defenders which is like, it's a it's another team like the Avengers, but it's going to be all the, the Netflix Minority people. Netflix so characters, be, yeah. Like, Jessica Jones and Daredevil and Luke Cage. And, uh, yeah, Iron Fist is one of them. And I loved that they were like, you know, there's this legacy of this character. (laughs) And we have to keep him a white guy. Was he white in the Uh, comics? Yeah. Okay. Which is funny because I got Sir Loris. Okay, no. Okay, I will admit, the extent of my familiarity with all the Marvel universe is I read the ultimate comics and the only time the Iron Fist showed up in ultimate Spider-Man was there was a period of time when ultimate first started where it was called like ultimate team up. And there was like, it was like Spider-Man and, and then another person from the Marvel universe okay. that would be, just for the context of an issue, like, what would they be like in the Marvel universe? And then pretty much that was all non-canonical because they were just like, oh, what is it like if, 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 if he teams up with Wolverine and then he actually, you know, they actually do Wolverine and they're like, yeah. oh, that's not okay. So forget all that, you know. So Iron Fist showed up in that. And yeah, he was just some white guy when you come you
1: Actually, if you're going to get a rich white guy who's, like, learning to, like, like some humility and stuff. You get, like, sort of loris of flowers from Game of Thrones because oh, ex- he's got curly hair and he's all like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, of course, yeah. People point out it's a lose-lose situation because you either get a yeah. white guy to play the character, which yeah. I guess is what his original incarnation was, but yeah. I guess they have made him Asian in some versions of the story because sure. it's a kung fu guy. It's just to, like, a
0: name. It's like you can pass on the title. Like yeah, yeah.
1: Like, but also if you make it an Asian guy, it's yeah, like it's
0: so it's like a
1: stereotype and actually a couple Asian people have come out and said, you know what, if he was originally white... There's no reason you have to make him Asian, especially if it's gonna be all like kung fu master. Like you, you can you can make him Asian and still have be respectful. I mean, th- God forbid there are actual Asians who know kung fu. It's not like, a- but yeah, it, it could be so easy to turn into a cartoon. But at the same time, do we need another white guy who's like, mur, mur, mur. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. I will
0: not watch any of this. Yeah, it
1: sounds everyone raves about how great Daredevil was. I really like Jessica Jones. Luke Cage is a great character in that. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, they've been doing pretty good so
1: I far. Know. So we'll see like, what happens. It n- does. Marvel's
0: been making interesting choices. I'm just so superhero fatigued. I hit my superhero mm-hmm. limit. Uh-huh. A couple of movies ago. And the thing is, I keep idly watching them. Like, I idly watched Ant Man. They're all out there, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, like I did when you gave it to me. I watched Avengers. I was like, sure. But it's interesting because it's genuinely like something that I'm force feeding myself and I'm not necessarily gleaning any displeasure or pleasure from. What's your
1: favorite uh, recent superhero movie? Oh,
0: God, Bill! I can't get it up enough to answer that question because there's been no of that. None of them have blown me away. I've liked aspects of them. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, Cat Dennings and Thor. There's my answer. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Are they still making another Thor movie? Probably. I'll probably go see it. Was that how you were first introduced to Cat Dennings? No. Oh, okay. No.
1: Because I know she got her TV show and stuff after that.
0: Uh, but. Yeah, it's just like, you know, it's fine. It's not for me. They are. Fine.
1: Those, mar- those all these superhero movies are, are quickly becoming like white noise in pop culture. Much. Yeah, It's just too much. Oh, I mean, just, man. It just
0: makes me sad because, you know, it's, I like dumb medieval movies and like dumb, like all these other things, like these other tropes and genres that are just so out of fashion. We're not going to get them unless it's like some sort of superhero bullshit. Like we're only getting a Robin Hood movie because it's like, what can we reboot? In a gritty mm-hmm. way Like the superheroes But it's also kind of like This fairy tale thing That's also been kind of happening
1: Did you see how bad That new Egypt movie is doing The Gods of Egypt
0: God did you, I mean, It's gonna make 14
1: trailer. million dollars Out of a 140 million dollar budget
0: Ooh. And
1: it's only gonna get worse From here that, 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 Like it's probably gonna make Only about 20 million dollars
0: I wonder if it'll, how it'll Perform internationally
1: uh, That's a good point Yeah But it's also
0: white people But it's also yeah. Egypt see, That's exactly like It seems like enough Of a fantasy adventure Maybe I mean cause you could see That maybe that's why It got greenlit to begin with Cause it seems like A big bombastic adventure that would perform well internationally
1: yeah. did you see john oliver's thing about whitewashing
0: in the movies yeah did you see
1: how it ended because he talks about the quote like the with the, the ridley scott yeah egypt movie
0: or, he's yeah it about... was basically like you can't where ridley scott said you can't i can't which have dollars. he, dollar he essentially
1: made fun of the guy that you like was joel egerton because he's like i don't
0: like joel egerton oh it's, he's a he's a low-rent tom hardy
1: from australia that guy right yeah
0: joel oh egerton. which is funny
1: because like yeah the john He's oliver's... like who the
0: fuck is this yeah, guy? Who the... yeah
1: it's, it's a guy in the mascara power of
0: this oh i know he's uncle i thought you liked him no. I don't care. Oh, I don't no, know he's Uncle Owen in, in Star Wars. In, he's in Warrior with... No, I've, I've oh, talked he was about a, him he was on the, the podcast. He's in Animal Kingdom
1: too, right? Yeah, yeah. I've talked about
0: him on the podcast as someone who I respect as an actor, but I can't... I really have no opinion on Warrior. I You think
1: Tom Hardy's going to clinch it for The for the Revenant tonight?
0: I have no... I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Do you
1: care about the Oscars? Anything going on? You're going to watch the Oscars? No.
0: Have, but Leo I, might finally get only, hit Oscar
1: gold. The
0: only Oscar movie, nominated movies I saw this year were... Ex Machina carol i want carol to win really what i want carol you know it's nominated
1: for like best shoes well
0: no, no no no, what i want it to win for is best adapted screenplay and i hope it will only because it's one of the best adaptations from mm-hmm. a source material like a true adaptation like where you look at something and you're like these are the important things this is the heart of this and this is what we need to change okay. like in terms of source being adapted i think it's one of the best i've ever Okay.
1: Yeah, we've talked about that before, about how, like, yeah, like, uh, Carol's character is all a little bit different. But, and like, it's, yeah.
0: I, I really want it to win that. But no, it's nominated for, like, Best Supporting and, like, I think I think
1: What's-Her-Face. Like, yeah. It's rather Kate Blanchett oh. to get nominated, but What's-Her-Face did.
0: Yeah. But did you realize she was Peter Pan in the new Pan movie? She's, no, like, she was, t- she's she was, the Tiger Lily. No, yeah, she's Tiger Lily. No, she almost turned down Carol because she had committed to Pan. <laughs>
1: oh, I think I told you this story. That's a, that would have been a heartbreaker.
0: I'm like, you would rather go do... Well, and maybe have... she
1: just signed up for that Well, first, I know, but, yeah. but
0: if it's like, if you have two, if there are two paths diverged or wood, and <laughs> one is white face and the other or is like yellow face for fuck's sake. <laughs> and the other is, um, Kate uh, Blanchett simulates oral sex on you. There is no question on which path you go down, my friends. Oh my God. you are going to get Lord. a movie where Emily
1: Blunt and Kate Blanchett are like, mm.
0: Foley is so excited about the new Huntsman movie because it has Emily Blunt, I Kate Blanchett. No, 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 she's not Kate Blanchett. Excuse me, it's some um, fucking It's uh, um, Emily Blunt. Uh Emily Blunt, Versus... uh, Jessica Chastain and uh, fucking uh a Fury Friosa. Road. Yeah. God damn it. I and keep it now forgetting, I, I keep running. Fury Road's nominated for best picture. It's not it going to win. You know what? I'll, you know, just in terms of movie craft, it, it was one of the best movies made this year. What's-his-name is also, fucking... he's...
1: A lot of people are expecting that furo It's not gonna win Best Picture, but he no. might actually get Best Director. Yeah. Uh, just because... Uh,
0: That's well, a tight... That is, you can know, you can you can throw a lot of things in the movie. That is a tightly and his done, wife is nominated for best great movie. And she should win because that's one of the best edited movies I've ever seen. Yeah, like there are some, you know, the thing about action movies in particular is you see them and then you think about them, and then in your mind, think, you're like, man, that was so good, and you get pumped about them, and things become like a lot tighter and a lot snappier. And then you go back and watch them, and you're like, fuck, this is ponderous, you know, or it's like it's like in your mind's eye, it becomes more heightened. Yeah, Mad Max is one of the few movies in the world where it's like, no, it actually is that it has the heightened like sharpness of memory i
1: just idly last night i was watching the the fight between uh when max first shows up with the with the wives yeah and he's oh, the fight between yeah. him and furiosa yeah uh just like the great like they do such a good job of like keep on showing, like, how uh, Max is still chained to the knocked out yeah. Nux. Yeah. And like, how he's still, like, the door's in the way, but like yeah. the door gets used and like thrown yeah. aside. But like, the, the then the wives are watching this and like, put like, just like, the, there's so many elements in that exactly. scene, even though it's technically only it's two people clear. fighting. all clear. But it's, yeah, like,
0: it is crystal clear. And the
1: cuts are never too long, but just long enough for you to really, I understand the geography of
0: everything is exactly. going on or how all the pieces are different. Like, uh, are we live moving. in a time of action movies are a lot of obscuring that and just yeah. looking cool as opposed to being very grounded. And like, like you know what? It's that very even...
1: old-fashioned kind of editing now, which yeah. means it's a coherent but still moves exactly. fast. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like that. You know. You I can... guess a-
1: actually, is it editing more than anything else. We yeah. should be rooting for uh, Mad Max. Seriously, but, it should uh, win best
0: editing, hands down. Anywho, uh, Bill had no idea that Joe Dante wanted to direct a movie about Termite Terrace. Yeah. uh so Cartoon Brew this week was the, they had an interview
1: with the Joe Dante. He talked about how in the early '90s his big dream project was to do a uh like a drama about how the uh, it's Termite Terrace which is the nickname for Warner Brothers animation unit back in the 1930s and 40s interesting and it would have been essentially like it would have been a story about Chuck Jones and all the other guys making the Looney Tunes cartoons Huh. And uh, and he it sounded like he was hoping that, like, on, on, on the, the back of Roger Rabbit having done so well at the time, yeah. he was like, well, you know, it was the like early 90s, just a couple <laughs> years later.
0: I like this this quote from one pr- uh, 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 cartoonist who read it who said, it does for animators and Looney Tunes what Goodfellas did for mobsters. That's <laughs> a
1: terrible way to pitch that. <sighs> uh, and it sounds like he did write a draft of it where all the characters were fictionalized. Instead of Chuck yeah. Jones, it was, like, Luck Jones. And instead of Tex Avery, it's like Wex Avery. Uh, yeah. But... Yeah, Everything. no, that would have been really cool. I've that was twenty five years ago, and I've never heard about that until yeah. now. That would be fucking fantastic.
0: Interesting. You think now
1: that somebody could throw a couple bucks his way and and, and well, make that? You know, that's shit. that's the
0: sort of thing where it's like, do you when it's about people who created these important brand characters? Do you dare do anything that shows them as anything but glistening? But you agents? think Warner
1: Brothers be all over that just as a self aggrandizing like? Because Warner Brothers so, is so you much... you dare
0: tarnish your brands? Like, well, you
1: think also now with all those people dead, you think you wouldn't have that money? Problem? That much problem with the estates of it? They're the, going
0: to make a Space Jam movie. They can't have Bugs Bunny associated with that. Well, that's one of the kind of things range. they talk about is
1: like like, is like, like the one of the big things that kept them from uh, giving him the clearance to make this movie is they were working on Space Jam at the same time. And that was like <laughs> their way of like rebranding Roger or, uh, Bugs Bunny. And so they didn't want to like, I don't know.
0: Also, it's always interesting it's, to ask a studio to, or uh, a corporate entity to make a piece of art that's about that corporate entity. Yeah.
1: Which that's kind of a surprising thing that Disney did with uh saving Mr. Banks. It's kind of a similar yeah. thing of like.
0: But even then wasn't that kind of a rosy like it wasn't like uh, a, Yeah, yeah. Like, although there's nothing too uh, like there's you know they made
1: some racist cartoons, but I don't think there's anything too
0: too dark and sure. kind of gritty. It's well, I'm not saying it's like a grim dark thing. It's just like do you do you yeah. allow do you allow your brand? And it's to not like to Tech even... saver was
1: a secret cannibal or no. Anything like that. But it's yeah. like do you
0: allow your brand to be even slightly cast asunder by something that you funded? But yeah, you think Joe Dante? Because you know the kind of movies is you know he's not going to have gonna no like... idea who, who Joe Dante is as a director. What has Joe Dante done? He did Gremlins. He did. Uh-huh. Uh, a movie he, I've never seen. Couldn't he go on. did. Uh, you've never seen Gremlins. He did the two. Have Gremlins. I not told you my by, by my relation with Gremlins? Because when I was a little girl, I, I in my my kindergarten oh, had a Gremlins storybook, yeah. and just the storybook scared me so much. That's fine. That I now to this day, whenever I see a Gremlin, like a shiver of fear goes down my spine. Really? Yeah. They were creatures of great fear. They had pictures and everything. Yeah.
1: Oh that's no. The Gremlins are great. Uh, he uh, directed The Howling Explorers. Uh-huh. No, Never seen that uh inner oh man he made inner space seen uh he that. did uh matinee which is he has not done He that. did small soldiers
0: Never, oh i did see small soldiers i think
1: <laughs> he also <laughs> so i guess i think his latest big his last big thing was looney tunes back in action
0: so they eventually <laughs>
1: did let him do like a looney tunes oh, looney cartoon.
0: i'm sure that was exactly what he wanted to
1: do. <laughs> i know Toons exactly back
0: yeah back <laughs> um but yeah, but no bird. that would have been really cool like a movie about that because that was really interesting. Like the an, the early animation, interesting was actually kind of, has a lot. There's a lot of fascinating stories in there. You and can still make that movie do. now.
1: It's not yeah. like the expiration date is passed on that stuff. Especially interesting. that stuff being almost 800 years old now. Like a lot of that stuff. Shit, that's what I'm saying. Because that was like 1920s, 30s, 40s. Yeah. That was... Did
0: you see that Disney started a super pack that specifically to fund copyright? I saw that. Because they're talking, and they're about... asking their employees to fund it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what is that's coming up in the next? I think within next like, next ten to fifteen years. So they're they're yeah. essentially gearing up because this will be like their fourth or fifth copyright extension. Because Disney yeah. is almost single handedly responsible for copyright laws being so fucked up now. We're like. Yeah
0: like cuz yeah. they got to keep Mickey
1: Mouse. Got to keep Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Gotta keep Mickey Mouse. yeah. Fucking God and the damn. fact they're going to their fucking own employees saying, "Hey, yeah. can you keep in some bucks for this?"
0: Yeah. It's like, "Fuck you, man." Yeah, that's ridiculous.
1: Oh, goddamn.
0: Uh Jared Hess to direct the Roger Rabbit style Nicktoon crossover movie. So,
1: they were talking about there was going to be a Nicktoon movie. I didn't realize. So, it's going to be a Nicktoon movie starring all the old like
0: who oh, Nicktoon characters? Okay, let me see how many I can name. Uh, Cat Dog. Yeah. Ren and Stimpy. Cat Rugrats? The... Asshole. I said how many I can name. I would assume rug you Rugrats. Rugrats. Doug. Ren- I said Ren and Stimpy. Uh, Rocko's Modern Life. I'm sure that'll be on there. Ah, <laughs> uh, Real Monsters. Um... There can't be that many, right? There are more than that. I know I'm missing that. Did I say Wild Thornberrys? Do you need to Google?
1: No, you didn't see that. Yeah.
0: Um... That seems to be Rugrats the highlights. All grown up.
1: <laughs> is that a thing that happened? That
0: was a thing that happened. Wait, was it live uh, action or still cartoons? It was still cartoons. Oh my
1: God. Let's see. Let's look up Nicktoons.
0: God, I know I'm missing some. Oh, Angry Beavers. Angry Beavers what? is actually one of my favorites. What? Though, I really, Angry Beavers was one of the first times I was both delighted by and disappointed in me. Yeah, I can't imagine why Because they had a bunch of jokes that were, like, j- dumb and crude Yeah But then a lot of their humor was around language Like, like literally, like, how language sounds and how things are pronounced And that's one of my favorite sort of, sort of thing Where it's just, like, kind of a gleeful joy in language and the sound of language Yeah That's, like, one of my favorite things in the universe and uh, yeah, but then they'd have like a fucking fart joke. So I episode. guess they're
1: still doing Nicktoons because like the new Nicktoons coming out this year are the Loud House. Welcome to the Wayne we're not, Pinky Bill, Malinky. We're
0: not talking about, we're talking about That's legacy what I'm saying. Nicktoons. Well, I looked
1: up Nick- Nicktoons and what I br- first thing I brought up were like Nicktoons that are coming out this year, like new ones. Well, I, I mean, that was very As long a as Nickelodeon specific... is
0: making cartoons, those are Nicktoons. Like that branding has never stopped. Technically, SpongeBob is a Nicktoon. Did you see
1: that the Steven Universe crew is now writing uh, uh, new episodes of Steven Universe with the Steven Bombs in
0: mind? Oh, really? It's weird it to think sense. of that in the
1: future, that it's, like, rather than airing, like, normally, it's just going to be, like, episode... That's ah, fucking weird. But, yeah, so Jared
0: Hess... Oh, wow. I'm having an an extreme flashback to yeah, Kablam Yeah, so Jared
1: Hess, he's the guy who directed uh, no, uh Napoleon Dynamite. Did you ever see Gentleman Broncos? No. It's not a very good movie, but it's kind of cute. But it's weird to think you'd have that guy in terms of Nick Tunes. And this is going to be live, uh, live action slash cartoon...
0: Yeah, how hybrid, do you do that? Hybrid, just like Roger Rabbit. Action League now? I really liked Conway. I'm
1: assuming what's going to happen in the main character is going to be somebody your age, who's now an adult, who has some kind of, you know, midlife crisis, in the cartoons come they out to help them. They made a Speed
0: Racer? Wow. I'm looking at Nicktoons now.
1: What? Like a Speed... Like a...
0: Speed Racer. It was a CGI show, it looks like. Speed what? Racer The Next Generation. It was 2008 to 2013, and had a good run. Wow, all these shows... Damn, Man. there are a lot more like adventurous. Are you like the cat? No, *Eek the Cat* is not. Okay, that must have just been shown on uh, on Nicktoons.
1: Wait, so this is confusing. On May May first, two thousand and two, all these shows debuted on Nicktoons. This doesn't make any sense. But *Rugrats*, *Ren and Stimpy*, *Doug*, *Rocco's Modern well, Life*. This must have been like a rebrand. There was there was a
0: Nicktoons uh, like mark like a uh, content block, kind of like uh, yeah. Disney Afternoon. And Kablam!
1: Shit. Oh yeah, cartoons, action like no, obviously. Uh, yeah. There was
0: also a TV channel. Like Cat at dog? some point, Nickelodeon did. Catdog was the first one I said. Dude. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nickelodeon did at some point have a spinoff of a like a cartoon only channel. I remember that because okay. I really wanted. it.
1: Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Invader Zim was that
0: guy? I was way too old. I, I you know I know a lot of people of my age who love Xavier, Invader Invader Zim, but I fucking hate that guy. Yeah. Jim, what is his name? Invader Zim. Yeah. Yo. Johan uh, Vasquez He whatever.
1: did Yeah he did a series That John Vasquez I mean, Yeah and Vasquez Yeah
0: Just not my I, I'm not Like I I've always had Kind of a knee-jerk Reversion to that Kind of hot topic Stuff <sighs> And it just seemed, like, so laser-focused on that. I was like, no, thank you. John and Vasquez, I never even watched
1: it. Oh, God. I think he... he, he got said a st- Johnny
0: the Homicidal Maniac. Yeah. Because I remember when I was getting into comics, My a few kids at school who also read comics like, oh, yeah, I love comics. I love Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. I remember
1: he first came nope. out. I, th- I remember thinking, was it a milk and cheese that I thought he was kind of ripping off with the Johnny, Johnny the Homicidal... There was something where, like, I saw he was doing a very crappy imitation of something else that I like here. You I know? no. can't remember if that was, like, yeah, milk and cheese or something else, but... I think he, one of his first big breaks was working on the Clerks comics for Kevin Smith, too. I think so, yeah, yeah, Which yeah. is weird, because, like, I know he went on to make Invader Zim, which Invader Zim, I think that's where, like... The, a lot of the Avatar era, Last Airbender people first met so yeah. it's kind of a weird circle like out of shit animation can be born weird. good stuff.
0: Animation is a weird yeah. industry my friend. Um,
1: So yeah Nicktoons crossover movie weird.
0: Weird. Weird. Those are all such tonally different things too you know. Yeah. It's not like you know not to say that Roger Rabbit like those cartoons weren't totally different but it was also a time when what animation was like there were extremes of saccharin and like cornball yeah. but it was still like even the saccharin stuff could have cornball stuff in it and the, cor- the cornball stuff could have saccharine Well, mind. this is
1: before everything kind of coalesced to, like, kind of looking like, like Flash animation now. But this is, like, yeah, like, in the 90s where, like, it was kind well, of, like, like, weird, different kind of like, hand-drawn styles.
0: Like, I can see I can see those characters together. To be fair, I'm also used to them being together in, like, marketing sort of things. So yeah. to me, that's not a big thing. But, um... Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking... How do you do that, man?
1: hmm Which, know. it kind of makes sense that you would make it kind of like a Roger Rabbit live-action thing because, like, how else would you blend those characters? Yeah, again, and, like... Unless you have them like overtaking each other's worlds or something like that, because
0: yeah, or maybe invading our world yeah. or something, and maybe they're like, fucking, what do not fucking know? Who knows? I don't know. I won't see it. I have theoretically, I should be the demographic because I loved cartoons yeah. at the time, and now is not
1: the time to get grumpy about. Oh, Newtons, well, not I don't grumpy. Know what I I'm just
0: like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about Doug anymore. And is it going to be involving the same people who made the
1: individual individual cartoons? Are you going to oh, have the I same writers not. and cast members? And like that? It's like a
0: fucking yeah anyway i'm sure they get like maybe voiceover actors why not but yeah. anyway um in closing happy 30th birthday to zelda
1: oh this would have made more sense if we recorded last week because last weekend was the happy 30th anniversary of zelda 30th
0: birthday plus one week this zelda. weekend
1: is the what
0: 20th anniversary of pokemon
1: yes have you seen people freaking
0: out about yes. this yes yeah Nintendo- that's another thing that really means a lot to people of my generation but i kind of missed on
1: yeah, because how old? Because that, that was twenty years ago. How old are you now? You would have been I'm twelve 32. when Pokemon came out. Yeah. yeah, I was I was primo Pokemon time.
0: I was an asshole back. then. Did you every. have
1: like a video game? Like like did you have like a like a Game Boy or anything
0: back then? I did. I mean, I had a Game Boy in the in the nineties because I had like t- like. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know why did I miss. So out this would on have been 1996. Yeah. I remember my peers being really into Pokemon, but um, well, it wasn't
1: very story centric
0: Well, well, I mean, I was a different. You know, I was a different Annie, but, uh, I can't believe I was different. What was, a was what person. would of 1996 Annie Malone have been doing? Yeah. I was really into, I was really into, I think, you know what it was is that I was really into animation, but I was an American animation snob. Yeah. Like I love any, any, and I was really anti-anime. Really anti like that, sort and of this stuff. is
1: anime as fuck.
0: Yeah, and I was like, and it was like, this doesn't have the quality of animation that I think we should have a renaissance of shit. Like, no, we're gonna have like the Iron Giant and like uh, Don Bluth is gonna come out with a like, <laughs> more an adult anime film. And We're gonna like, did you see Anastasia? And, like, like oh my god, like Disney is making such amazing films. And, like. <sighs> yeah I think Let's see Was that around the time The Real Adventures of Johnny Quest Or was that before or after that I don't know Anyway I was a snob at the time uh, And yeah I wasn't really into video games At that time Like what pulled Or No excuse me I wasn't into video games But I was into adventure games Like point and click adventure games And shit
1: Real Adventures of Johnny Quest 1996
0: Yeah so I was too busy Being obsessed with The Real Adventures of Johnny Quest When did
1: Reboot start?
0: Reboot was the early, I think it was like 93,
1: 94 Oh Really?
0: Uh, yeah, so 1994. I, yeah, I think at that point reboot had been canceled. All to be fair, uh,
1: I think 20th anniversary. This is this is the 20th anniversary of Pokemon, but that's when it first came out in Japan. I don't think it came into the yeah. states until like like maybe 1998. So it would have been 14 year old Annie, a little bit older, not into anime, fucking video game garbage. Yeah, yeah, totally. I,
0: yeah, because yeah, at that point I was playing like Fallout. Yeah, and adventure games and. And actually, you know what? That was when I was starting to be like, I like these games because they're all about stories. And these characters make me feel less lonely. Yeah. Yeah. So that was actually that time in my life. That's when I was starting to be a an, an, uh, 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 digital friendship snob. So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, Bill, how did you celebrate the 30th anniversary of Zelda?
1: Uh, I slept in, I watched, uh, Adventure brothers with Johnny, uh, with, with Connelly and Jimmy. Uh-huh. And, uh, that's, uh, yeah, I should have done something. I should have at least even opened up my print shop to sell more like Zelda prints yeah. or something like that. But I, I just kind of let it slide. Yeah, yeah. It's the Japanese universe. Who really Ew. cares? When's Wait, the
0: American anniversary?
1: I think it would be maybe, oh, I think it's going to be next year. Cause I think it first came out in the States. Like it was like essentially almost exactly a year later. I think it was, it'll be like March of like 90s. I think it came, like, it was, like, sometime, like, the spring of 87, mm-hmm, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Zelda, yeah, yeah.
0: I remember, because I had, I did not own a Nintendo. I had a friend who had a Nintendo, and I remember going over to their house and telling them to stop playing Zelda so that we could play, like, there was the Olympics game that had the dumb, D, like, big, giant D-pad. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Mario and well, you loved um, all the Mario games. Uh, fucking uh, Duck Hunt.
1: Yeah, but you've you, I, I've always been impressed on how much you've not been into Zelda.
0: I have never played. You're such
1: a poorly not Zelda. I have nothing come hate over... Zelda. Well, it's
0: interesting because I, I consider God help me, I am a gamer, but there are huge parts of this like gamer c- canon that I'm just not privy to. Pokemon really... and Zelda. That's a huge joke the right I've there. Done is that I did educate myself on Final Fantasy, and that's about it. How, what Final Fantasy games did you play? I played six up. Okay. So I played six, seven, Are eight, you nine, all ten.
1: Jesus, okay. I that's played more, all of that's them. That's more Final Fantasies than I've played.
0: All of them that weren't MMOs okay, I've yeah. played. I've beaten almost all of them. I think the only one I did not beat was the one with... Uh, snow and like all that shit. Well,
1: Daniel, talking on the other podcast because we talked about Final Fantasy VI. That was the first Final Fantasy he ever played. I played Final Fantasy I,
0: which granted, yeah. that was only a couple
1: years before Final Fantasy VI came yeah. out. So it's not like that old. But I, like I'm like, oh man, you guys are like compared oh, to me, you're, you're like second generation gamers where I'm like first generation. But yeah, yeah. which again, yeah,
0: I played a little Nintendo when my first console was, and I played Game Boy, but my I really cut my it teeth on uh, Super Nintendo.
1: What's your favorite console game of all time? Like uh, maybe before See, the Xbox, before you get. Like, like we almost have to cut off like the recent consoles just so you can't say say, say, if i say of
0: all time it's no 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 no. if i say of all time it's prince of the sands of time oh
1: really okay because
0: that game not only it was not only a game that i really enjoyed that was a game that made me really excited about games as a medium and very conscious of games in the medium in a way that i had never been before Like because I liked how the way the story and the world connected. Like I love that you are not just dicking around in a random like you are going through a particular castle and the rooms of that castle and I the way the story ended fucked me up, and I remember just being so delighted and surprised, and I loved the way the characters, like, his costume changed over the course of the game, and I loved the music, and I loved See, I the gameplay and everything. they did something like that with Zelda, because you
1: and... could, because Zelda's just like, you're just saving a princess in a castle, usually. Yeah. So there's no reason why you couldn't do something like that, too. Like, not to say you, you just take put a Zelda skin on on Prince of Persia, but I wish they played around the formula more often so you could have games like that.
0: That's always otherwise to do though. Like how, as a corporate entity, how do you say, sure, I'll give you $25 million to make something totally different. Yeah. In a franchise where people want the same PAP they got before, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't, that's why I don't envy someone who's like, what do you, what's your next Far Cry game? What's your next Assassin's Creed game? Because there's like, you can only change so much. Yeah, that's the weird
1: thing, especially video games, because like, like there's mechanics versus story versus what people expect. Yeah. Versus, which is easy just to reiterate what you already did because you already have the tech there versus like coming up with new systems. Like really, it's, it's, it's,
0: it's about the idea of gameplay. Like, that's what drives all decision making is like yeah. the idea of what kind of gameplay would be. Story is secondary. This gameplay may not even be fun until three mi- months before you ship. Yeah. So you're like, you're just fucking whistling in the dark the whole time, mm-hmm. you know, and hoping for the best. Yeah. But that's why that's you know what honestly that's why i'm always i say this of any media it doesn't matter if it's a comic a movie a video game or a book it's always like i'm amazed this is good there are so many things conspiring against creators to make something mediocre or you know but less personal. video games is
1: more almost more than yeah. anything else because, because there's such so sh- fucking money and so, so many in people time. involved and like the weird tension between the individual people work on and the giant like corporate overlords who yeah. are like in control of the money yeah. it's like making movies but slower and worse
0: i love that like i I love the thing they were like what Battlefront like it was such a weird choice and like no you cannot make a Star Wars game in the time that it takes to make a Star Wars movie yeah like that the era of pump out a game for the movie is gone because you can't unless it's like a fucking mobile game yeah. you need and a couple even of years that takes you know. two years development. like it's just like it's so hard to make things yeah. and it's so I there's so many ways for things
1: to go wrong looking things back around to, to Far Cry Primal I wonder if Far Cry Primal only exists because they're not going to have a proper Far Cry numbered sequel I wonder if they're taking a year off so like maybe next year it'll be like Far Cry, I'm kinda of like maybe kind of switching up the formula more. You, That's what
0: I would hope. You you keep talking about how like this game feels like a lesser game. And I can understand in terms of like there's not a multiplayer component, like there's not a lot of new mechanics. No, I'm just saying But you- it's still a huge world. Filled with assets, well, that have been like recycled.
1: I'm not saying that's bad or anything, well, no, but you I'm can see like why they made this game because they essentially had leftovers from other games and kind of stitched them together.
0: Leftovers is takes no, a lot of work. No, but it can take a lot of work. I don't pop but it in the compared oven compared to like making sure. a whole.
1: Especially if you want to like change the Far Cry formula in any fun of them. I'm not way. disagreeing,
0: but this probably took three years at least. Well, it's
1: maybe two years.
0: I I I just feel like it's because like so
1: so there's specific assets in here from like Far Cry Four, like like I said, big elephants yeah. and stuff like that, which we're probably like which granted it's not like they only had these assets they probably started work on this halfway through there are assets the in syndicate 4. that
0: were there in assassin's Two. i know yeah exactly. you know it's like i get that but it's just yeah. like man it's like shit is hard to make it's hard to make shit video games are still fun though. well it's weird that we video don't live in an era of more fun. expansions and shit like yeah. you know like i was thinking about that because i was like man all i want from fallout 4 is just like a really good expansion by obsidian and we don't live in that time mm-hmm. like everything is going to be the hot new shit you know, yeah, it, like that's well, at least especially with DLC a becoming more of a thing, it'd be
1: easier just to have like attacked on like a new like Even half DLC game or like is quarter.
0: Never like something; it, they always do something totally different. You mm-hmm. know, like really, it's not like you'll have things that are like game packs or like like you know, like bullshit ones, but like you know what? nine times in of ten, was like a story DLC, it's like new protagonist or like new. It's never not just, really like, depending on well, I mean, well, what game well, you're thinking, talking. I'm thinking like about. I'm thinking like a fucking. Uh, well, I don't know. We don't live in the age of expansions, you know? It's like, new missions, sure, sort we'll of that. But if they're doing something that's, like, separate, they'll do something separate. Like, like The fucking- Witcher
1: just had a, a big expansion that, like, it's, you're still playing this the same character. I'm sorry.
0: I'm speaking of my experience with DLCs. Okay, yeah. Which is, I will admit, limited because of the games that I play. But, like, fucking Syndicate. Syndicate was a pretty polished, dialed-in game. And their DLC was this whole Jack the Ripper thing, which is in the same area. But they add these new mechanics. They don't have time to polish and the new characters and this shit, and so it just kind of falls apart. But even then, it's like they were like they had to do something really crazy. Like they felt the need that they had to do something. In different.
1: Uh, Fallout 3 DLC, we were playing as new protagonists. You were just playing as your same character, right? Which granted, yes. kind of, they were creating a whole new assets. And you were you were in whole new new environments. Only but... on
0: some of them, like yeah. the Point Lookout, and oh no, I no, guess Point Lookout like was saw all swampy. Them. Yeah, no. You uh, go to Pittsburgh. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying on some of them. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but uh, aliens and shit. Yeah, you're right. I take it back. They were all in new places. You're absolutely yeah.
1: correct. Even though the mechanics were the same, but yeah. Like, yeah, they had to create whole new environments yeah. and new characters because you had new voice characters and uh, stuff. I mean, I
0: don't right. know. It's just I feel like it, uh, it's funny that we don't live in a time of more money grabs, like that aren't DLC. I don't know. I guess DLC is easier. Yeah. Like
1: you only As have someone to who paid for a
0: uh, crackdown, which
1: was just like a fraction of crackdown, just cut and pasted over and over again. Yeah. Some companies will do that, and they will yeah. charge. It. it won't even be an expansion. It'll this just be, like, a, a $60 sequel. You also may be better at, like, which games you buy and stuff. That is but, the thing. I don't play yeah. a lot
0: of games. Like, I play very selective games. I play a lot of AAA games. You play
1: games. Th- the same three games over and over again, and after two years, you'll invite, like, a new game into that's, that loop.
0: That's not quite true. But... Well, maybe not. Well,
1: you play a lot of indie games, and a lot of indie games won't get expansions because they're, like, one-off stories and yeah. stuff. But, yeah, it's you're like, your what... mix of games that is different than one. I play... And I, I'm seeing more of what you're saying doesn't exist.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I play a lot of AAA, a and then like some really primo indie stuff and that's pretty much it yeah. so my my vision of gaming is incredibly fraction
1: super Bun doesn't look like anything's coming out in march that's worth a it, damn it's really april because april's uh dark souls and mm-hmm. well, uncharted Charted was
0: gonna come out and then they got well yeah, exactly, so yeah. bless them bless them man
1: which man. which version of dark souls did you pre-order <laughs>
0: Game. the alternate version where it's a dating suit <laughs> I still I got Bloodborne I... if you want to borrow it no all you uh, do is watch uh, Bloodborne Monster Factory we, like, hey,
1: well we got to wrap this up because you got to go home and get ready for your Oscar party
0: that's it you know because as
1: we record this
0: I have to wear all the different costumes I have one costume for every picture that's nominated for Best Picture so. can
1: you name more than two Best Picture <laughs> nominees oh god okay. that's,
0: this, this year te- like, I think there's ten nominees Mad Max yeah The Revenant yeah
1: Stinky Doodle. Even me. I
0: think it's. The Danish girl? Was the Danish girl nominated? I think
1: so. No, what's his name? No. Eddie Raymond Redman. He just got an. A, I guess he's in the lead, even though he won last year for playing fucking Stephen Hawking.
0: Yeah, it's the shortlist. Oh, God, I forgot. That's my Adam McKay. There's... Did you know that's an Adam McKay? I, it's the something... dude who brought us Talladega Nights. I didn't realize. I had heard the name before, but I didn't realize what his. Mm hmm. He did that instead of making Step Brothers 2. That <laughs> fuck. What is the short list about? It's about the real estate crash.
1: Oh, that, it's that
0: movie? It's about Peep. Yeah, that's that movie. That's the short list. I'm glad
1: the first time he decides to go serious, he becomes a Best Picture nominee. Yeah, I
0: mean, good for him. He's a, he's a, not a bad director. Oh, man.
1: Um, yeah, I, I can't f- think I'm of anything so else. I'm so
0: out of the movie loop. I'm really so out of the movie loop. I don't go see movies, really. Well, doesn't it I stopped reading movie websites.
1: Fewer and fewer people are going to see movies these days. And...
0: The Oscars, it's always like fucking indie weird
1: shit. So, like, even then, you, you, like, you, the, the chances are that the stuff you've seen you probably aren't going to be nominated at the Oscars anyway. I really but. want,
0: I really want Carol to win Best Ad- Adapted Screenplay, but I have all this insider baseball knowledge of what a good adaptation it is. Yeah, you know, because oh, like, just because you pay cause attention read, to this stuff. No, 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 because I read the book. Yeah, and I saw the movie, and I thought, wow, that's a good adaptation. Of the-. Like, I literally, I literally just like the the, the name describes what it is. <laughs> it is the best adapted screenplay. You know, but
1: oh, I mean, Alfred University. Jason Lee got nominated for Best Supporting Actress for The Hateful Eight, which
0: you have not seen? I still have not seen.
1: I. Uh, I can't say. I'll...
0: If, I know what happens. If you would to ever right like of to of see, movie. it. Know yeah. you you have you have found fail- you you hand you sh- pointed me to a dumpster bill where it is, so I have access to it. So anyway, hey guys, did you know that this was the Boy Hattie podcast? This is the podcast where we just sit in the basement and ramble about pop culture bullshit, especially the best animated feature nominees. Man, those are always sad because it's just all the animated movies that came so out. So you've year. got
1: that Charlie Kaufman movie where it's like puppets. And hey, it's we need to wrap this up. Serious. So hey, and you got Sean
0: the Sheep. Show the Sheep was supposed to be really good, actually. Versus
1: Inside Out versus when Marty. So you've got a Studio Ghibli you've this got a is Pixar. literally every
0: animated movie. That's year. actually a
1: pretty good crop of shit. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh,
0: this is the Boy Hattie podcast. Uh, shout out to my dear friend Jacinia, who's visiting this week, and her lovely gentleman from Brian, who's down in San Francisco. Yeah, when, Sorry, we didn't hang out. When with she stepped foot
1: in Portland, did she just say, Hey, Portland, I'm Jacinia? I'm just in ya?
0: Mwah. All right. Oh, yeah, buh- buh- I'm, saying, yeah, I'm so sorry that Bill <laughs> just made that joke. Uh, anyway, hey everybody, we're boyhattiepodcast.com. We're at boyhattiepodcast on Twitter. We'll be back next week to talk to y'all about more pop culture garbage. I love you. I love you too. Bye.
1: Bye everybody. Bye everybody. Toot toot to want a train going away from you. Bye. We're going over that hill. Poot boot. Yeah.